The boys are back in town. And we're talking about shit that's extinct. We're talking, first of all, the Terminator movie's winner. The childhood classic. Everyone loves it. What? That's the trumpets for winning. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Guys, we're back. And we're talking The Land Before Time. Littlefoot. Uh, long Necks. Somehow trying to find a way to make the names of dinosaurs sound racist. Thanks, Sarah. We're talking about it all on a very special yep, yep, yep edition of the Review Review. Hey, welcome to the show where three small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I am Troy to the max extreme. I'm Pistol Pete back from Texas. <laughs> Troy sounded like a whale there for a second. <laughs> I'm Dory. Know that movie? You guys know that one? The Dory? The Dory movie? Yeah, the Dory the movie. The Dory movie? Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, guys, welcome back to the land of the living and to, I guess, insinuating that everyone in West. Texas is dead. <laughs> After we left, they were. Yep. <laughs> Did you guys happen to pass through the big stick portion of Oklahoma? We were on the other end of the. Of oh, the, you were in the yep. the big pot. <laughs> we're in, yep. we're the, in big, the big pot. We portion. were in the hot pot. <laughs> you were in the hot pot portion of. Oklahoma. Let me tell you, Oklahoma, full of weed shops. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh shit! It Every was kilometer. Porn, a porn store or a porn? Oh shit! That's only the big stick. That's ah, true. Ah shoot! God, you're in the hot pot. Full of weed shops. You're in the hot pot. <laughs> they're a little. They're a little. Uh, they're a little to themselves in the hot pot. I see. I see. Yeah, but we're back. The guys are back, and we're going to be talking about many things tonight. Yeah. Some including uh, a little bit of news, including Warner Brothers. You know, before you get to the top of the hour. Okay. Can I just say how fucking gross the women were last week? <laughs> okay, for real. Women. For real. We had a problem with this, okay? Because we got shit talked by C. Danger all last month about how, mm. oh, gross, gross, whatever. No, fuck your dental damn grape flavored <laughs> bullshit last week. I wanted to rip my goddamn throat out. It was so disgusted. Your throat out? I was sick. Yourself? I didn't want to puke anymore than I already was. It was gross. <laughs> So fuck all of you. Did you puke so hard he broke blood vessels in your face? <laughs> Not that type. My God. I just puked a little inside. You know, a little bit of erp that comes up. <laughs> he puked inside. Or, well, you had a little Wyatt erp? I, I had a little bit of Wyatt erp. Where <laughs> <laughs> it just burns the back of your throat for five minutes after you vomit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyways. It was a wild ride last week. Way to I hold the fort what. down. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was something else. It, yeah. It was a wild time. There was no keeping that train on the tracks. Uh, but we are going into a little bit of news, a little bit of Warner Brothers news, maybe a little WrestleMania news, maybe a little box office news, all topped off at the top of the hour. <gasps> Shit, I'm ready too. God <laughs> damn you. Four times. I'm right there, motherfucker. <laughs> and we're going to start off with a little bit of Warner Brothers news. 
So there's been a mass exodus, actually, of Warner Media executives Uh leaving, or more technically being fired, from either Warner Media or HBO Uh due to the Warner Discovery merger that is happening at the end of this week. So the Discovery boss right now is David Zaslow or something like that. Oh, that guy. Anyway, oh, yeah. doesn't matter who he Big is. Big Z. But he's becoming CEO of the merger. Yeah. Of, and he does not like any fat in the company. So he's like letting go of so all So he's letting go of all the fat guys? Yeah, he's getting rid of all the fatties. <laughs> oh, that's racist. Get him out no of here. No fatties. <laughs> God. Get him out of here. I'm pissed now. Also found out that the merger is $43 billion. Of, okay. I don't know who's buying who. Because AT&T is letting go of Discovery. So maybe Warner Brothers is buying Discovery? I don't remember hmm. how that goes. But anyway, by Friday, the deal is becoming finalized. And by Monday, you can purchase a little bit of uh, stock for it if you want on Wall Street. So there you have wow. It. Warner Brothers Discovery happening. Just so you're keeping your eye on that over there, uh, old fat cat over here, Wall Street? Don't call me too fat. Don't want to be fired. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, be careful. <laughs> Wrong person hears that. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, T Max keep... over here is the fat cat of Wall Street. That's right. I'll, I'll keep my eye on him. Be okay? doing blow out of an ass like in the. Shh! Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'll keep my I'll keep my eye on it. Okay, I'll let you guys know uh, if it's in like a bull or whatever whatever stocks do. You know what? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just tried to make it work and it didn't. Well, uh, more news about <laughs> Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is coming to a consensus to put any future projects on hold for a one Ezra Miller. Because he is in hot because he's shit. He's still domesticing. Uh, he is, and I should be more sensitive to this. They is or them is. He's non-binary. Okay, okay. <laughs> gotcha. I can never get that pronoun straight. Ah. I, I I screwed up every time. Anyway, Ezra Miller. Uh, over the last weekend, he was in Hawaii at a bar. And uh, put near almost assaulted somebody. Oh, fun. So he was arrested. All right. Uh, posted $500 bail. Ended up staying with another couple. And then threatened to kill them. What? <laughs> he threatened to kill the man and his slut wife. Oh. That's what he said. Okay. And then also stole their passports and wallet. <laughs> This is coming off of last year or a couple years ago in Iceland where he literally choked a person down onto the ground. Yeah. A fan. Dude. Dude. (laughs) And now he is in the Fantastic Beast movie that's coming out and Warner Brothers like, shit, how do we promote this without showing this guy? And also he's in the big budget Flash movie that'll be coming up. That'll never never happen. Uh, I can already see Warner Brothers being like, how do we edit around Ezra Miller? <laughs> the in star. This star of the movie, where I've seen the trailer, and there's literally two flashes in it, both of them played by Ezra Miller. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, any future plans on him, uh, it's going to be put on a bit of a hiatus. Uh. He's in a bit of hot water. Which is kind of fucked up. That it got this far with him doing that because remember when, um, oh, who's the guy who played Cyborg in the Justice League movie? What's his name? Anyway, he had an issue. Oh yeah. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Regardless, he had an issue with the producers on there, and like 
through a huge stink because, like, everyone is being treated like shit. Yeah. Literally nothing was done. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Ezra Miller can pretty much do whatever they want. And also nothing is being done. Like, <sighs> Warner Brothers needs to get their shit together. Ray Fisher? Ray Fisher, thank <clears throat> you. Also, Ezra Miller just needs to be slapped real hard. Yeah. Get Will Smith on the horn. <laughs> get out there, Will. Big Willie Styles all in it. Get him on the horn to slap the shit out of that person. That's face. almost what I like so much about this era of Hollywood is that like people can't get away can't get away with shit now. Mm-hmm. Like I, the so like I got back into the dollop because they just put out a a two parter on Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, they're, I guess they're doing a third part. Oh. oh my lord! Yeah, they did. They they only did a two part for Donald Trump. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Gets more than that. How is he worse Holy than Trump? Holy shit, dude. It's, you, you need to listen to it. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Before he even starts acting, he's he he's illegally he's illegally married to two different women. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, Jesus. I'm intrigued. Go on. Go on. While also cheating with a with a with a third woman that says it's is the love of his life. Uh-huh. And then <clears throat> God, some of the shit in this. He's I've been listening to the dollop in forever, dude. It is. I'm almost. Ba- I'm. I'm gonna get back into it after all the Steven Seagal, the Steven Seagal episodes, because they're like, especially if it's someone that I know, they're really fun because it's like, holy shit, what a fucking psycho. <laughs> like Steven, Seagal, like he's like doing this shit where it's like he's doing like like doing deals with like former CIA agents to like. Tell other people that he also worked for the CIA, <laughs> but, he's, but he's like doing a shit where it's like he's like connecting them to him financially. So they, so like if reporters call, being like, "Did he really work for the CIA?" They'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> but then he'd piss them off, and then they call them back and be like, "No, all that, all that that I said was bullshit. Here's who he really is." <laughs> they'd like, be calling these magazines and shit. There was like one guy that did that, and then Steven Seagal tried to like hire someone to kill him. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept asking him for like for like ever until he like he kept asking this guy for ten years until the guy just finally moved away to China and then he just stopped asking. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a gall. What a boner. What a boner. I haven't even gotten into this shit where and like I'm on the I finished the second part today. They haven't even got to any of the shit where like he moved to Russia yet. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. Oh, shit. Uh, the dollop. Check it out sometime, man. Uh, Steven, you boner. <laughs> Joel, I got bad news for you. Lock and key is going to be ending with season three on Netflix. Oh man, I didn't even watch two. Neither did I. Uh. Oh, last little bit of news I got is uh, some Morbius news. Oh wow! Morbius just dropped heard, was, into theaters. I heard it was a hot release. It was a hot shit release uh <laughs> currently uh rotten tomatoes has it at 16 percent. oh no <laughs> uh imdb 5.2 out of 10 metacritic is at 36 and letterbox has it at 1.9 out of five stars i've heard uh oh wait so what was I, that little whistle at the end there oh i heard a review for it they said the movie itself is not bad but like the the ending stinger they said that like if they continue to go ahead with it, like the person said, if they can continue with the shit that Sony's trying to push, 
They're, they just wish that Marvel never even tried to get Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard what the post-credits sequences are, and they both include the Vulture. Uh, I guess spoilers or whatever, but it's hey, easy now. Horrible. It sounds horrible. Like the second one doesn't even show Michael Keaton's actual face. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows a vulture, not necessarily the one from Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, just show up and says like, "Let's do some good" or whatever. It's like who fucking cares? <laughs> anyway, with the release of Morbius. Twitter was ablaze, and I'm going to read some of my favorite tweets from Morbius. Do it. The Morbius hashtag here. This one is from at Brandon Davis BD. Morbius has been pulled from theaters and delayed again. <laughs> uh, Morbius, what we need is less BS. <laughs> I want some less BS too. from Hipster Mermaid. Um, this one is from uh, a fella whom's Dave. Pretty funny to have two Marvel movie universes, one that at least nominally tries to put out crowd-pleasing hits, and another that everyone understands a money laundering scheme. (laughs) (laughs) This one from at TM Talks Movies, just saw Morbius, I don't think I like movies anymore. (laughs) This one is from uh, Sal Says What from Comic Pop, skipping Morbius this week, but only for the rest of my life. Uh, this one from Rank 10 Years Ago. The best part of Morbius is when he said, It's Morbin time, and Morbed all over those guys. Um, <laughs> and this one's from At Pork Sticks. If you go to see Morbius, Maria Menounos doesn't even greet you before the movie. <laughs> Jesus. And I think that might be... Oh, and then the last one here. From Carl in Space. We don't even know the effects of Long Morbius. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, What? All of those tweets were keeping me alive this weekend. Good lord. As well as uh, WrestleMania was this last weekend. It was. You guys were down in the WrestleMania area. We were. Yeah. I seem to recall. I did you see, telling me I did see ago. a brief stint of fireworks oh. as we were driving back. Yeah, it was kind of cool because we watched it and then, like, as soon as the fireworks ended, went by AT&T Stadium. Yeah. yeah. We were, uh, yeah, we were... I was watching in the back of the car on our way back to here. I think uh, we... Unsafe, all four of us unsafely watched the Stone Cold match. While <laughs> driving in heavy traffic yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Lane was Lane held the phone up so Hartenbauer could both drive and watch the match. We were real safe with that rental down there. Uh, yeah. It was wild being in the area of WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah how, they, how is it? Like, they literally, they're not joking when they say they take over the city. Yeah, there was banners, especially when the closer you get to downtown, there's banners for everything WrestleMania. Like streetlight banners, yeah. yep. billboards, billboards galore. everywhere, yeah. S- skyscrapers with lights on the buildings. Mm-hmm. One yeah. of them was WrestleMania written out in lights. Yeah. yeah. You could see it for miles. 
Another yeah. one is like the, almost like the Seattle Space Needle type design, and it had WWE in lights on yeah. it. Cool. I mean, they take it over. It's really cool. And then WrestleCon has become the newest thing in the last like 10 years, and they always have WrestleCon at a hotel, uh-huh. a big hotel in Dallas yeah. or wherever Mania's at, and um, they bring in every current independent wrestler that's got a name. Every old-time Hall of Famer yep. that's got a name. And they do signings. They do shows at this hotel. So we went there for a brief time on Friday yep. and saw, like, you know, a whole bunch of guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Starbucks right next to at Sushi Onita. Oh, my God. You want to talk about a mark-out <laughs> moment for me, right? In the 90s, I would get the from RF Video the FMW death matches, right? <laughs> yeah. And at Sushi Onita was the biggest death match guy, right? He ran FMW... Onita and Hayabusa and Mr. Pogo and all them. Big Onita guy, right? <laughs> we, we pull up to the hotel first off and we walk in. I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> and I look outside and right outside the Starbucks of the hotel, there's with an eye patch because why not? Yeah. An eye patch over his eye. There's Atsushi. There's this 60 year old Japanese man <laughs> that's been through some shit sitting outside smoking yeah. a cigarette. This Japanese, like. I would just imagine someone doesn't even know wrestling. It's like, why is this Japanese man wearing a leather jacket with tape over his eye? <laughs> so good. And I look at him and go, holy fuck. I only said it to myself, right? Yeah. So then we get into Starbucks and I'm like, hey, hey, Joel, Joel, look, look out there. And there's, I'm like, it's that Sushi Onita sitting yeah. right outside. <laughs> and by this time, his buddy had come and sat next to him. <laughs> and it's fucking the current guy playing the Leatherface gimmick in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing a wearing a a shitty Leatherface mask, smoking out of it. Yeah, he's smoking out of the the Leatherface mask. I'm like, there's Onita and Leatherface. Oh my god! I like, yeah, we saw Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. we saw Buff Bagwell looking mm-hmm. like death. But I was like, fuck them guys. There's Onita and Leatherface sitting outside. I felt like I was 13 years old again. It was awesome, super cool. We saw the Soul of Dallas. The soul of Dallas. Hey, go down there and tell him to make you a margarita, but oh, you got to yeah. tell him how to make That's it. Right. That's right. <laughs> There's so many We were trying to find a place to go eat, and this old man was sitting outside the Starbucks. A different like, Starbucks. Yeah. And he was, like, telling <laughs> us, like, all this shit we should do, and then when we came back, he was gone, and was like, was that the soul of Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> he told us to visit this burger joint, and he's like, you got to get a Mexican margarita, but they're not going to know how to make it. You got to tell them how to make it. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so there's like an old man and his friend that just sit outside the Starbucks and just give people shit every day. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyways, fucking great. Mania, God. Was there a wrestling show on every corner? There, there was a lot of shows, but here's the thing. They all took place at like the same places. Yeah. And Dallas is, very, Dallas is a very spread out ta- uh, city too. Very. Okay. It takes yeah. so when the Dallas metropolitan area is enormous. Yeah. Like when you first enter the like urban area cuz you go from like country to urban. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really it's not Dallas, it's Plano. But mm-hmm. Plano is in the Dallas area. Mm-hmm. Well then Plano to Dallas is like 25 minutes. And then you're in the Dallas area for a while. And then to go to Dallas to Arlington is like 25 more minutes. Yeah. And then Arlington to Fort Worth is like 20 more minutes. Mm. Yeah. So it's almost like 
Chicago, but Chicago is condensed way more than Dallas. Yeah. Mm. Dallas is super spread out. Yeah. Mm. Or the Dallas area, I yeah. should say. Yeah. Yeah, it's super spread out. So yeah, there were shows everywhere, but you had a set of shows in Dallas. You had a set of shows in Arlington. I yeah. see. Like it was it was fun though. It was a blast. Sweet deal. Yeah, very sweet deal. <laughs> lots of drinking. God. Tons of drinking. Lots of drinking, lots of pizza. Oh, sounds amazing. Dude, it was great. It's good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, did you guys see any of WrestleMania? I've only seen bits and pieces of night one, so I'm going to let you guys right. tell me. I watched I watched the first night in the back of our car on the way back, and then I watched night two. I watched half of night two, uh, like, Monday, like, Monday afternoon, and then I, like, couldn't sleep last night, and I watched the rest of it before I went to bed last night. So I did watch it all. How about you, Troy? I watched all of it, minus for maybe a ten-minute snooze on night two. Nice. And I, you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a fun one. It was. It was fun. Yeah. And I don't. I'm still not sold on like having it be two nights because by like night two, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm getting tired. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I get it. Like, if you're making it, if you're down there taking it over for a whole week, like you can do that. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. And you're getting multiple ticket buys from, yeah. I'm assuming, you have to sell tickets for two nights. Well, because here's the thing now. They're, they're saying the highest attended, highest grossing mania of all time because they're saying they had 160,000 fans yeah. at mania. Okay, sure you did. Yeah. But I'm sure you have people that bought for both nights. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, they did an attendance thing for both nights. The f- right. first night was like 72,000. second night was 77,000. Yeah. Like the, fir- like, yeah. the first night was like 76, and the second night was 78. So sure, you had 150,000 fans, but it wasn't 150,000 unique fans. Yeah. yeah, I saw the same guy in the green shirt front row both nights. Sure, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I watched night one. I Everything I watched on night one I fucking loved. Yeah. Mm. And I didn't think I was going to. Some of the matches. I was like, this is going to suck. And I loved it. Yeah. Like, it was really good. Uh, first, I'll just jump into the matches. Uh, yeah. The first match was for the SmackDown Tag Champs. The Usos <laughs> versus Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. Oh, Ricky Boogs. This is the first time I've ever seen a Rick Boogs. I like a Rick Boogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. It's going to be out for like a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, because they fucked up his leg. Oh, he tore his quad. A, I thought that was a word. Oh, oh. no. Was, yeah. <laughs> You would think because they covered so good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. it almost like, seemed like it was supposed it didn't, like, to happen. Ju- he didn't like just tear his quad. He like tore his quad up through like his like patella. Oh god, <laughs> fucking boogs. Yeah, God, and he's a, he's been growing on me. Oh, dude, I love dude. I loved him when he was in NXT as Boogenhausen. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Yeah, Rick Boogenhausen. He would come out. He didn't even have a guitar. He would do air guitar. <laughs> but it was so it was so entertaining. Like I was like, dude, why isn't this why isn't this guy like not on the main show? He won me over at the Rumble, and motherfucker, I was a big fan at WrestleMania, and then he tore his fucking quad. <laughs> yeah, cause I thought that like, he was playing up like he had a knee injury or something like that. I don't know if it was legit one or not. And then he's like, he fell over when he tried to lift both of them up. Yeah, that's probably what did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like, ah, shoot. Yeah, hopefully you, can, like, you can see his leg buckle when he has them both up. And you're like, yeah, oh. but I thought it was just a good sell. I, it, I, it did look good, 
but it, fuck. It looks yeah. so good that it was real. Yeah, it looks so good. <laughs> Don't know how they pulled that off. Uh, next match, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Fun. Yeah, that was, yeah. I don't fun. remember much of it. It's fine. Yeah. And he cut the ropes with a sword. Tell you though, Drew has dropped so much in two years. I oh know. my God, going from champ to... Two years ago Happy when Corbin. it was a silent mania. Yeah. <laughs> and he won the belt. Yeah. And then to... Didn't he lose a Lashley last year? Yeah, they gave him like a pity mania where it's like, here's some fans. Yeah, and now this year... going to lose, but... He's in the fucking dead match, second out. Yeah. Like, fuck. Usually, usually match two of WrestleMania is just like the one where it's like, people need to take a shit yep. already. Yep, match two is like the... <laughs> people already need to shit. Yeah, fuck. Uh, third match was a tag match with The Miz and Logan Paul versus The Mysterios. So good. It yeah. was way better than I thought it was going to oh be. Oh my actually. god, right? And Lo- Logan Paul is so easy to hate because yeah. nobody should like him. No. The motherfucker wore a $5 million Pokemon card to the ring. Did he? Yeah. That, that, his necklace? That I, was a five, I don't care. That was a $5 million. <laughs> that was a $5 million Pokemon card. I hope it fucking get ruined. <laughs> wow. Um. But yeah, I. And actually, for me not liking Logan Paul at all, he was pretty decent. Like, he didn't sell a whole lot, but yeah, it was good. I thought he was fine. Like, yeah. he was definitely not the worst celebrity to have in the ring. Yeah. Oh my god, it he was... pulled off some pretty incredible shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny watching, like, people that aren't, like, completely trained, because it's like, you can definitely, they have that, like, lost stutter step thing yeah. that they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do a lot of celebrities this year, so they do it a, it's a you definitely catch on where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, but I, I thought it really, it wasn't that bad. No. Um, and I think this is the first time I've seen Dominic wrestle and not been like bored by it. I Dude, guess. same. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, okay. I think he can hold his own. Yep. I, I suppose. Yep. Uh, next match was Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. I really enjoyed this, this match. This is my first, that's my favorite match of night one. And yeah. that's where I'm at. I can't add any it's more to this favorite, conversation. That's my favorite yeah. match of night one. Yeah, for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. Oh, I think, going through the rest of it, it's my f- favorite match of the night. Yeah. Yeah. The next match, um, I know we're not going in a whole lot into this because we'd be doing this forever, but... Uh, anyway, that's my favorite I'm match. Do clip, I'm just gonna do cliff notes because we we may or may not be uh, covering this for our Patreon and in long form. So check out for that. Oh, get check that out. Get on the Patreon. Right. Just a tease. Yeah, that's right. Little taste. Little taste. Little uh, taste of the tip. <laughs> fifth match: uh, freaking Seth Rollins versus the returning Cody Rhodes. Ooh, what a shocker! Good. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. These aren't gonna. Be, you know, most of all these. I know pretty much everything. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'll be good. Um, Bionic elbow, baby. This was the longest match of the night, and it was solid, but yeah. still not my favorite. Yeah, no, mm. it was. It was. Uh, I think Cody is where he needs to be. Yeah, sure. He, I think he fits there more than he did AEW. I never okay. watched a single thing of AEW, so I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like the minute he shows up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should, you should probably be here. <laughs> uh, next match: Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. I hate yeah. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> what? She fucking is not a good wrestler. No. I like watching Ronda Rousey. That's fine. She has one thing. So, like, the one thing that was 
bothering me about watching this, I think more than even the other matches she was in, is like, by now she should know better. Yeah. She's been in enough of these that, like... Because I think Charlotte Flair is actually really good at wrestling. Yeah. And I enjoy watching her when she's with other good wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Ronda Rousey doesn't, like, give her time to, like, chain a string of things together. Yeah. So, like, to follow up on something. And in the worst way. Like, sometimes when, like, somebody's trying to get some offense in and they get cut off, it's good. Right? Are you following yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. this, it's like... She wouldn't stay down long enough for her to like have like a compelling, fun to watch match. It was like, yeah. oh, she's back up again. She got another fucking arm drag. Like, <laughs> I hear you. I yeah. follow that. Like, I, I could see that too. I I can't stand yeah. watching her. And I, I was having a discussion on the, in the car ride on the way back that like she still has that UFC mindset in it. So like when she hits something, she does it so fast that you can't really process it as well as like someone that's just. Classically sure, yeah. trained wrestler. Yeah. Like, she, all of her throws and all of her, like, moves just seem... She'll she'll get it, and then she'll do it really fast, where you're like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Sh- like, it's not yeah, a it's show. Not, it's, yeah, it's not telegraphed. And I don't even hate that, I guess, that yeah. much, but I do agree with you. Yeah, it's not telegraphed. It's just kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm over that fucking arm, like, arm drag thing. She did it a lot. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> That's her one move. There was one thing. It might have been that. There was one time. There was, at one point, I remember watching this match being like, I feel like she's trying something and she thinks it's really cool and it's just never hitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. it might have been that. Yeah. Anyway, that was a, that was a match. Uh, and then, at the end of the night, it was Kevin Owens and Stone Cold. Uh, supposedly, I thought this was a match the whole time, but apparently he was just called out to be on his KO show. Yeah. yeah. And it turned into and like I heard, a match. I heard that was like a request by Austin to be like, I don't want to, I don't want you to advertise it as a match because I don't know how late, how limited I'm going to be. And I don't want people to be disappointed. Oh, that makes sense. Which is like a classic Stone Cold move where it's like, I'm going to fucking suck out there. <laughs> I don't want to show how much I fucking suck. <laughs> But hey, that was super entertaining. But no, I, oh my god! I would say the performance of the night is Kevin Owens. Oh, it was like the fact that he could pull a match like that out of Austin, where you could you can tell like he can't move like he did. But like that whole match was fun as shit to watch. Yeah, and Austin barely did anything. Oh like, yeah, he stomped him in the corner and punched him, dude. Maybe yeah. clotheslined him. Yeah. There was a few stunners in there. God, when Austin took that fucking uh, suplex on the fucking concrete, I was like, oh, he's dead. (laughs) Stop it, he's already dead. It was outstanding. (laughs) But yeah, that was a good way to... I fucking love just hear that glass shatter. That was a good capper. That was a good capper for that for night one. Especially in Texas, you kidding? My God, Um, you kidding? You kidding? I think Austin was taking advantage too, like that whole fucking segment where it's like, "Yeah, stupid." I'm gonna kick the living. Like I said, I'm gonna kick the living shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. You call him a sack of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 a sack of shit. That's what it was. Yeah, I loved it. Remember, yeah, he yelled shit at one point. Where it's like, what are they gonna do? He's fucking awesome. <laughs> the exact same thing. He could have been out there dropping yeah. f bombs. Yeah. Yep. What is like? What am I gonna? People came to see yeah. me here. He could have told. Texas. He could have told this man, "I'm gonna fuck your wife to death," and they wouldn't have fucking been able to do anything. <laughs> 
Uh, night two started with a triple threat tag match for the WWE Tag Championships. Dude, um, this is this is close to being my match of the night for night two. It really? Was, this match was fucking awesome. RK Bros and the Street Profits yeah. and the Alpha Academy. And this was like, like I I went to this one not thinking there was going to be much of anything, but it was awesome. I think it was slow to get going, but once it, it's it quickly picked up steam and it, yeah when they when they start get when they get going it is fucking awesome all yeah, the way through it was pretty really fun. okay yeah holy shit that match is awesome uh next match bobby lashley versus omos yeah that's <laughs> oh it's match two so that'll yep, there, there you go, go. Yep. yeah uh, funny enough the two people that were in the world title last year, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, <laughs> shit match for splitting <laughs> night two or match two, it's splitting the shit, the splitting shit, shit match. Uh, match number splitting three, shit. <laughs> match number three was Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville in an anything goes match. And yeah. I'll tell you what, for me, this is one of the more entertaining matches for the whole <laughs> two. That's nights. what I've heard. It yeah. is ridiculous, god. and I was entertained the entire my time. My god. It was fucking my it, it was like, my money's It work. was like a Roadrunner Roadrunner cartoon of a match. It was fun <laughs> as shit. I wouldn't say it was great, but oh, it was entertaining there, as fuck to watch. There there is a lot of contraptions in this match <laughs> and not all of them work properly. That's right. One of my favorite things and I'll get into more detail on this on the pod. I haven't watched this match at all. I've seen clips, yeah. I've seen little funny like images. But one of my favorite things to do now in wrestling, now that I'm like in my mid 30s, right? is hear people bitch about, well, that was not a good wrestling match at all. Who gives a fuck? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. entertainment. Right. And Especially if, for WrestleMania. It's right. Like, if you're trying to entertain millions of people on WrestleMania, who gives a shit what the fucking 5,000 yeah. people that want a wrestling match think? Yeah. yeah. So that's my... Yeah. And yeah. plus, I have mad respect for Giant Knoxville, who gets the fucking shit kicked out of him. Right. <laughs> After he's got, like, fucking CTE syndrome or whatever, from get, getting kicked in the head it by takes, a bull yeah. from he the movie like, or whatever. He takes, like, seven kicks to the head in this match. <laughs> God. I think fucking Sammy hits the haluva kick, like, seven times on Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> he hits in it match. in the first second the first of the match. The first second of the match just kicks him directly in the face. And Johnny Knoxville, like, has poor vision or whatever, so he yeah. has to wear, like, safety goggles the whole match so he can actually see. Jesus. And at one point, he gets hit in the head so hard, they fly off. <laughs> and he has to scramble to put him back on. And they show every single kick to his head in slow motion, oh. and, it, and it, it is definitely connected. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, great match. I loved it. Um, fourth match is a four-way tag for the Women's Tag Championship. Uh, Naomi and Sasha versus Carmella and Zelina, Queen Zelina versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. I don't remember much of this match, but it, I didn't, I don't yeah. remember being like, I don't like this. The, the, everyone in this was pretty capable. So usually in a match like this, they always have like three or four women in it that are like not wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> and at least this year. They're all wrestlers. Yeah, they got a strong women's division right now. Yeah, yeah. It, there was just a lot going on, so I can't even pick out anything yeah. from it. So I can't least, wait to watch this and watch Rhea. Yeah. So at least watch everyone in this is was suit. capable. <laughs> uh, next match: Edge versus AJ Styles. This is the longest match of the night. Yeah. This um, is good. This might I, be th my match of this night. This is the match I unfortunately fell asleep yeah. on. And woke up during the next match, which is Sheamus and Ridge Holland 
versus The New Day, which only went for a minute and 40 seconds. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And I am surprised I woke up even during Wait, the Wait, Seamus' protege, Ridge Holland? God, yeah. Yes. With Butch. With Butch. <laughs> Wait, who's Butch? I don't fucking know. Pete Dunn. Oh! Moved up Pete Dunn and changed his name to Butch. What? Oh my god, okay. Alright. Yep. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. The seventh match, which I was surprised that it was far this high in the card, was Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Yeah. Um, because I thought they were going to do that on a pre-show or something. I've heard a lot that Vince loves Austin Theory. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like, it's like his protege, right? But, like, does he really, really like Vince, like, loves, like, I've heard a lot of shit, like, Vince is calling Austin Theory the next Cena. God. Yeah. Maybe. He wasn't bad. Yeah. I would say, like, this was also one I had nothing invested in, and I was pretty surprised. Really? On like how okay. much I enjoyed yeah. it. Oh no, I like yeah, I like Pat Mac- per Ma- per Pat, Pat McAfee. Actually. Pat McAfee is a fun dude. Yeah, like, I think one of the things that makes that fucking uh, Sami Zayn match the most is Pat McAfee's fucking commentary. <laughs> <laughs> He's constantly just talking shit about the fucking jackass crew. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was like. Because uh, there's like a run-in by Chris Pontius. Yeah. He's like, I've seen all of these guys' asses or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, Michael Cole's like, what are you talking about? Elaborate. He's like, no. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that actually was quite fun to watch. And then after that, there was like a another match thrown in there uh, of M- Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. It was like, it was what? It was, oh, dude! It was it was it was kind of sad to watch. Yeah, like Vince. <laughs> so like he's starting to look like his dad. Oh yeah. boy, why is he in yeah. the ring? Oh. So like he is still in good shape for his age. For his age, but like he's starting to get that old man hunch yeah. a little bit now, yeah. and like so he goes and like. Says, like, I'm going to have a match with you. Or whatever. You can't hear him or whatever. Yeah. But he takes off his shirt and he's got his, like, Vince McMahon singlet on or whatever. And I'm like, you're starting to look old. Yeah. Like, really old yeah. now. <laughs> yes, you are still in great shape. But you're also in great age. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the Vince, though. No, he's got to show that's people. That's the thing. You're in good shape for a 78-year-old. Yeah. How old you're is he not? Now? He, I don't know. You're probably he's over just, 70. You're yeah. probably going to say his agent's going to be younger than I think. <laughs> what do you think? Let's take guesses right now. Are we doing over on? Okay, I'm going to... I heard s- it was... Seven, maybe it's 73. 73 or 78. All right, I'm going to go 76. 76. Oh! oh yeah, 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 He'll be 77 in August. He seemed like he was 80. <laughs> this, uh, let's, yeah. this is his last mania. Well, I would hope so. I would hope so. Jesus, yeah, it was. But it think was back. So I bet people thought WrestleMania 22 in 2006 was his last Mania <laughs> when he took the fucking ladder bump from Michaels. Yeah, oh, shit. Um, but man, yeah, he's like, there's points where he's trying to stomp him in the corner, and it, like he can barely lift his foot, and I'm like, God, just, uh, just stop. But the, that that ends well, and it yeah. only goes on for like four minutes. Yeah. And then um, Austin proceeds to give him the worst stunner ever. <laughs> Did you see that? I saw. How oh, could I not? 
I didn't want to like ruin it in case if somehow you didn't hear about that it. That was yet. all but over. But it was like literally the one of the worst stunners I've ever seen. I fell into the ropes on the kick. <laughs> I go out of my I go out of my way to say that is the worst stunner that was ever. I don't know the one he. It almost like is tied with the one he tries to give Linda McMahon. Oh, like, that one is also. I forgot bad. about that. But it looked like so he was trying to like get prep for it by like swigging like a beer. And, like, kind of, like, had it ready to go and forgot a kick was coming. (laughs) So when he got kicked, he's like, oh, shit, and bent over and then got all discombobulated. But Austin fucking made up for it by just laughing it off. At one point, it looked like Vince and and Austin were dancing in the spooning position. (laughs) God. But it made it fine because... Stone Cold is like, ah, oh, fuck it, I don't care. I'm going to drink 90 beers after this. <laughs> I'm going to make $2 million for Mind you, beer. couldn't find a single fucking Broken Skull IPA in all of Dallas. Well, that's I bullshit. Know. I know. We looked everywhere. Yeah. Stone Cold drank them all that night. Probably so. <laughs> oh, Mark Eaton tucked them to him. Tucked them to him? Mark Eaton tucked them to him. Last match of the last night was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. In a title for title match. How was it? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It ends kind of abruptly, and I heard that it was possibly because maybe Roman might have separated his shoulder at one point. Yeah. Oh. I thought I saw pictures of it that like they're trying to show proof of it, but I'm like, yeah, I can't tell. It if looked that's lower real. than his shoulder. Yeah, and it, it looked like it just kind of looked. Yeah, and it just kind of like looked that. like it just kind of hung over okay. to the side. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he got hurt. I don't know. I just I think it just kind of meant for it to just kind of come out of nowhere. It. I mean, the if it was if that was the plan finish, it does feel like it kind of led up to that a bit. Yeah. But it did seem to like not have a lot of drama for the last pinfall. Yeah. And just like, oh, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I I still liked it. No, it's good. And goddamn it, Roman's so fucking good. Yeah, he's good. God, I like Brock now when he's coming out in his fucking cowboy hat and shit. Oh, face Brock is fun. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Chelsea about it because she was watching some of this on and off with me. And I'm like, because she saw like some preview stuff of Lesnar and Reigns or whatever. And she's like, who's with the who's that with the cowboy hat? I'm like, that's Lesnar. She's like, no, it's not. Like, yeah, it. that's his shit now. He comes out with like a fucking flannel shirt and a cowboy hat. And he's fucking all happy and shit. It's not him ever from, like, a couple of years ago, but now it's, like, everybody loves it, and I love it, oh, so and she good. should also love it. But that's it. That was WrestleMania. So she should also love it. For people yeah. that hate wrestling, you can tune back in now. Yeah. <laughs> and for people who love it, you can tune into the Patreon to hear Oh, yeah. We'll do a more detailed review of it for uh, somewhere down the line. That's right. There you go. Uh, that's all my news. That's it. All right. Good shit. Thanks, man. Um, you know, I'd also say that's good for news. That is good but for news. Small things that I had are, uh... Minute? Not, yeah, very minute. Minute? Uh, I do have a bit. Minute bowl? Oh, shit. If you don't mind. Oh, shit, a bit. Yeah. Well, let's do, uh... Neil's Bits. People dying, it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's Bits. Uh, so, if you didn't hear over the weekend, on April 2nd, who? Estelle Harris died, yeah. who played George Costanza's mother oh, yeah. I thought I did on see that. Seinfeld. Oh, yes. Uh, 
not only that, but she <clears> played like Mrs. Potato Head on Toy Story, and like she did, she has got that voice oh. that lends itself to oh, like yeah. animation sure. and being like an over the top character. And so, like, I saw a lot of the Seinfeld cast, like, on Twitter, like, wishing her, like, oh, God. and her family well wishes and stuff like that. And Yeah. Oh, she was amazing in Seinfeld. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, born April 22nd, 1928, and passed away April 2nd, 2022. That's a good, uh, that's a good stretch. I can't do the math right now. 28 to 22? 28 to 22. 94. Yeah, yeah. She was older when, uh, when Seinfeld came out, and that was, uh... Yeah, yeah. she'd have been, like, 70 when Seinfeld yeah. came out. Shit. Oh, late. Yeah, I, I didn't see what the cause of death was, but she was 94, so... <laughs> you don't really need, don't need to guess the cause of death when they're 94. I'm going to guess something called natural causes. The body yeah. shutting down. At that point, cause of death could have been someone turned the light on too fast. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> ah! But yeah, Estelle Harris, he will be missed. Absolutely. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh, whoa. Oh, no. 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 That no one gets. Oh, so shit. For what fucking but rapper died now? God, still going. God. Guys, I have some news for you. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Rapper Gunu. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Rapper Gunu has passed away. Um, Gunu. Rapper Gunu, and <laughs> let me tell you, did he have a going away party? Oh no. Okay. Oh, is this the? I thought I heard about this. Is this the one where they they put? <laughs> Hold on, I'll just, I'll read it. It's that one. It's that one, okay? (laughs) Rapper Gunu's family, I'm just going to read the article, thinks that uh, those criticizing the memorial service for the artist uh, where his dead body was propped up on stage at a DC nightclub is nobody else's business because the service went down exactly as he would have wanted it. The artist's mother and sister, Patrice and Ariana Morrow, when they first met with the funeral home, Patrice made it clear she didn't want anyone looking down on her son. So they wanted him to be propped up on display after seeing other services do something similar. Oh, rapper. Basically, they tied his dead body to a pole. (laughs) So people could dance. So people could dance with him one last time. And they, they, uh, they didn't bury him in a suit. They, Made him come off uh, just as he would have been in regular day. So they put him in regular clothes. In fact, I have a photo. They have a picture of him? They have a, a picture. It's kind of hard to see, but... uh yep. see this shit. There's Gunu in a hoodie and jeans. God. His dead corpse. <laughs> God. Propped up on a stage, 24 years old, and um, that's how he would have wanted it. Um, they didn't put him in a casket. They propped him up on a stage, and people celebrated him. He stands there to this day. He stands there. <laughs> so, rest in peace, Gunu, 
the rapper. 24 years old. Um, How he died? God. You know what? Cha actually told me. Let me look at this real quick. I thought stood, I heard that he was... to death. I'm pretty sure that he was shot. I think I heard that he was shot. Um... Shot dead on March 18th. <laughs> and they propped his embalmed corpse up on a nightclub. God. Yep. What the fuck? Yep. I hate Shaw's bits. <laughs> so, I hate Shaw's Shaw bits always how bringing, they make me feel. I Shaw hate, always bringing the hot fire. I hate Shaw's bits. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Gunu this time. Yeah, more like Poonu. No, no, it was Gunu. <laughs> goo, like goo goo gaga. New, like Gunu. Boo, new. Gunu. That's Shaw's bits. Oh my god, that sucked. Um, and why don't we jump into some listener mail? I just found my brother. Wait, oh, hold on. No. You see my brother here? Wait, are you talking about last week? Did yeah. you listen to last week or heard rumor? I heard, I heard that rumor. Possibly I dust was down in the down deep in the heart of mussy pussy. <laughs> what is that? What? <laughs> I was deep in the heart of mussy pussy. Oh my god! I thought you were in vagina. Wait, where? Oh, well, I wasn't. I wasn't vagina. But I wait. I don't remember where mussy pussy or vagina is at any any point in time. Mussy pussy. I was deep in the heart of Mr. Pussy. Deep in the heart of, right. I was doing some crawdad fishing. Uh-huh. Oh, lots of crawdads in Mr. Uh-huh. Pussy. Lots of crawdads in Mr. Pussy. Uh-huh. I don't know what you guys are saying. <laughs> what? Messi- I'm saying Mr. Pussy. What are you saying? Mr. Pussy. No. I'm saying Mr. Pussy. What are you, going, you saying? When you go crawdad, you also go noodling? Oh, hell yeah. You gotta gotta do some nudes of them crawdads. <laughs> Wait, you're doing nudes and Mr. Pussy with crawdads? I love, I love new daddies. What? In Messy Pussy. No, stop it. I don't know where the disconnect is. Stop it. What? You're saying things wrong. I call them new daddies. No, you don't. I love me some new daddies. No, you did not just say that. (laughs) What? Stop it. You guys, I feel like like there is a communication breakdown (laughs) in here somewhere. What dialect is this? (laughs) I am partaking in new daddies. In Messy Pussy. Why are you in Messy Pussy? <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? You're clearly saying Messy Pussy. <laughs> I'm saying Messy Pussy. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Dusty was here last week. Yeah. No shit. He was I heard here a rumor. last week. I heard a rumor. It, rumor is true. He cool. was in this room. There were three ladies in this room, and apparently... That get the fuck about, out of here. Apparently right. Miss Lady Plate is... Now missing or something, Get or maybe he is estranged from her because he was coming on pretty hard to these ladies. And uh, you know what? That sounds about right. He's he's had some trouble. They've had a troubled marriage. Oh god, the whole marriage or just recently? Nope, the whole thing. The whole thing. I mean, and they got married. They're like, fuck, that was a mistake. Oh god, that's a, that's too bad. I'm trying. I mean, that's too bad for you. That's a and I'm, I'm a pretty religious person, so I was trying to make sure the marriage stayed intact. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I did not want them to burn in hell for the rest of their lives. Right, right, right. <laughs> I fucking love God. Uh-huh. What? Right. I love God. They love God down in messy pussy? <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> I don't believe they love so, God down there. a gross, coarse man over here. It's not me. What? You're saying it. I'm saying Mr. Pussy. Oh, no, God, are you there saying? you go again. What are you saying? I don't. I 
It's a I fucking want my way state out. in the goddamn <laughs> state of the United States. What in the fuck? And are you're we over talking? here what? talking about an, you, an, a weird, gross adjective to a, a female body part. You're a mess. Dang God, I'm a goddamn mess. Goddamn <laughs> yeah, Boomhauer. <laughs> dang gum. You, you go Boomhauer on us right now. Did you go Boomhauer. He's a dang gum piece of shit. <laughs> What the fuck is happening? Did you just go mater on us from cars? Uh, oh my God. I'll, go, I'll go full mater. Uh oh. Mater was based on me. Full what? Beam. Yeah. Mater. They used to tie me to a tow truck and I'd talk to people and they were like, I like that. That's a good idea for a character. What the fuck? Did, were you still in a wheelchair at that time? Yep. <laughs> that makes sense. In fact, they didn't tie me to, they tied me to the front of it. <laughs> And then they'd be I like, thought it was like a skitchen situation where you just hang on to the back of the bumper or something. Oh, no, no, you were on the no, front. It's not, it's not a back to the future situation, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to do that every once in a while. Yeah, of course. Sure. The power of love. And oh, yeah. <laughs> go down the street. Yeah. Hold, hold on to the back of people's cars. <laughs> Don't eat money. That's... God damn! It. Every, every so day, credit card to ride that train. I'd be I'd be late I'd be late for work at the Ponderosa, so I'd have to, to ride out into the middle of the highway and grab cars. They were going pretty fucking fast. I bet for a wheelchair. Yeah, I was like, slow down! I'm trying to fucking Marty McFly from Back to the Future. Oh shoot! Uh, well, why did they tie you to the front of them? You never really answered that. You just talked about how you were skitching. Well, they thought. Here's the thing. Oh no, Mad Max Fury Road was a really big deal. Sure, and they were just like, "Hey, that's that's pretty fun looking." <laughs> so this happened pretty recently. Yeah, <laughs> not while you were a child or anything. No, it, it was it was when I was working at this tow truck shop, and they're like, "Hey, let's do that whole thing from Mad Max." Oh, so you worked for them? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was at a time when it was at a time when the Ponderosa. Was was on troubled times. Oh, I see. So you need to pick up extra yeah, shifts I got, here or there. I yeah. got you. That makes total sense. Yeah, I had a I had, I had a particular geisha girl that just drained me my drained me my fortune. God, she ran off with it. She uh, well, she's she stole, still there. She, well, she stole my heart. That's what she did. She still works there. <laughs> you still, still like, with I her? keep asking her, can you give me my money back? She's like, fuck no. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, one of these days, I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. press charges. <laughs> And well, she keeps calling my bluff every time. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she is a sneaky one. She is sneaky. <laughs> she 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 knows she knows my poker face. I'll tell you that. God much. dang it! Jeez, she knows someday. my poker face. She I, I, every day I'll come in like, hey, hey Cecilia, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna take that money back, Cecilia. And then she's like, I di- try it. I'm like, God damn, you know she I'm knows old. it. <laughs> She knows me. That's why she's got my heart. God damn. I love that goddamn woman. <laughs> That'd be one to love. Strong woman. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Ho dog. Ho dog. Day gum. There's that mater thing again. Uh, Well, are, are you going to stick around? We do have listener mail. Oh. You do? Yeah. From who? Well, should I go into the first letter? No. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! See, I thought we could have Jesus, a he's gone! Oh, shit. He went skits right out of here. That took no time at all. I know. He, he just said ask not again. like mail. Good lord. Uh, first letter uh, starts out, Good evening. 
just have a few things this week. Last week's show was completely off the rails. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but not in a bad way. It was fun and totally different. Troy, you do a much better job at wrangling the two guys than you attempted to with the ladies. My oh, goodness. There was no wrangling yeah. last week. You had to let's let them go. No wrangling. Uh, that being said, I think I would enjoy a podcast featuring the Chaw, the business manager, and the dangerous lady. Make it happen. Oof. Uh, we talked about after we stopped recording, maybe have it happen like a couple times a year. Just throw it in there. Really? Unannounced. That'd be fun. You're going to take that chance? Just happen like, have it happen like two, three times a year. Oh yeah. Just like, don't even warn anybody. It just happens. <laughs> okay. So you, we, we just want a night off and it just happens to us. There you go. Perfect. Um, anyway, he goes on to say, I have to agree with Chaw here. Where are the t-shirts? <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, uh, there you go. I would, I would so buy several. Is this good? I eat pudding in bed? And the greatest <laughs> of all, press stop. You got my money. Holy shit. Um, Where's the money on that table right now? <laughs> Next, what the hell is a dental dam? Why would you use one? Just what the <laughs> fuck. fuck? It's true. For people that want to suffocate during sex. <laughs> uh... Next, he goes on to say, Joel, did you find the Broken Skull IPA or American Lager? Oh, we got the answer. Talked about nah, that. No, nope. no, nope, I did not. None of it. Uh, we even did a search on the website. Yeah. Where can we locate this? Yep. Nowhere no within way. the Dallas region. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, how was it? N.A. That's not applicable. Not applicable. With your job, make a request to start delivering it more locally. There yes. you go. There Put you in go. a request. Perfect. Finally, really excited for Dinosaur Month and all it entails. Is this good? Yes, my friends, it is. Oh. Keep up the fantastic work. Signed, Jer Bear. Ooh, ah, Jer Bear. Hey, Jer Bear. I think we're due for a B-dub. <laughs> I'm going to show up in a mask and not speak. <laughs> yeah, so you'll never see him. <laughs> so you never know. God damn it. <laughs> never know each other's identities. All right, for not drinking tonight... These hey. mix are going down pretty easy, aren't hey, they? These mix are going down easy, but to be fair, I'm drinking child size cans. <laughs> You're drinking Andre the Giant size cans. Uh, next letter, belated bang list, part one. Ooh. Whoa, part one? Yeah, I'm game. Right. I'm God. listening. I'm here for this. And this roster one is from Jude One. Whoa, Jude One. Jude One's got a bang list. Jude One's got a bang list. Apparently, a two-part or many-part bang list. Yes. She thought she was a sweet English woman. Well, wait till we get into this. She's got a little bit of naughty side. <laughs> oh, I haven't read this letter, so it could get into some gross details. Oh no! Or else it could be very polite. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> she writes, "Hi guys, I realized I never told you my bang list. Uh, we noticed, Judith. Oh God." I can't possibly narrow it down to only five people. So I have a female list and a male list. Five of each. Ooh. First saucy. is my female list. Female. Female <laughs> list. Female. Tricky to place them in an exact order, but roughly from least to best, this is it. I've also attached photos in case you are not sure who all of them are. Which is a very great touch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else did that. That is pretty not sweet. Not even me. She wanted, to, she wanted to make sure that we were on... On track. And I will be showing them around uh, to the boys. Awesome. In the room. All right. Pardon, pardon my my uh, my sudden masturbation. <laughs> hey, what the fuck <laughs> were you going to say there? I was waiting. Uh, in fifth place, Rachel Wise. 
I've never Ooh. seen The Mummy, but I like her in such films as The Light Between Oceans, About a Boy, and The Lobster. Ooh. I've never seen The Lobster. How's The Lobster? It, well, it's odd. All right. I do enjoy it, but it is odd. It is odd. She's also in a lesbian drama film called Disobedience with Rachel McAdams. And all I can say oh, is ooh. the love scene between those two women oh. is, well, you should review it. Oh, and big Rachel McAdams guy here. Here's the picture of Rachel Wise. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Number four. Juliette Binoche. I don't know how you say it. Juliette Binoche? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. How's, uh, that, go, how's that go again? Binoche. Okay. Juliette Binoche. Juliette Binoche. Not only is she beautiful, but I really like her vibe. The films oh. I've seen her in, she always plays very confident, artistic women. Films such as Chocolat, Clouds of Silmaria, and Words and Pictures. I am yet to see her Oscar-winning role in The English Patient, but I plan to soon. Um, I've seen Chocolat and The English Patient, uh, and she's great in both of them. I have not seen the other ones, though. Okay. Here is Juliette Binoche. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I've seen her in things. Mm-hmm. Very Sexy woman. Oh, my God. Third. Troy, put it in your pants. <laughs> Anna Chancellor. You may be less familiar with this actress. One of the roles she's best known is for is playing a character nicknamed Duckface in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Ah. Perhaps an unusual choice for my list, but there's just something about her. Her manner and voice oozes sex appeal for me. E oozes. I love her in films called Crush and The Love of My Life. She's also in a BBC lesbian drama series called Tipping the Velvet, which is one of my favorite miniseries. Oh. And this is a picture of her. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Troy. I'm sorry, these pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> these these Jesus. pictures. Second, Susan Sarandon. Need to add, these these pictures are fully clothed. The, yes, so they, they are. are. <laughs> Even weirder. Like, like, she, like Judith Sunny is hardcore porn. <laughs> no, they're fully clothed women. <laughs> Second, Susan Sarandon. This woman mm. ages like a fine wine. My God, yeah. She is one of those actresses that makes me feel better about having big boobs. The same way Christina <laughs> Hendricks does. Bubes. Bubes. Sometimes I'm envious yeah. of flat-chested women because they aren't weighed down by the weight. By the weight, but Susan makes me feel like they are an asset. She's a beautiful woman and brilliant actress. Some of the films I love her in: Dead Man Walking, Little Women, Stepmom, Shall We Dance, Romance and Cigarettes, Noel, Alfie, Blackbird, The Greatest, etc., etc. Oh my god. And here's yeah. a Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. It's been a while since I've seen like, Susan Sarandon. And you might take this as an insult, but it's not an insult. She has like she has like a gritty beauty to her where mm. it's like it's not perfect, but it's like it never it never falters. Like she, I feel like she stays hot even as she gets older. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, yeah, that that's the kind of beauty you want. Like there's yeah. plenty of hot chicks that I see where I'm like you're not going to age well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But with Susan Sarandon, it's like, no, you're, 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 you're staying the course. That's right. You're staying the of course. Hot. Of hot. Of <laughs> hot. And number one, Kate Winslet. 
Probably my first mm. ever female crush when I saw her in Sense and Sensibility, but I think she's the definition of beauty in Titanic. Oh my god. I like Leo DiCaprio, but my main focus was always on Kate in that film. Dude, I had, to, I, had to throw a jack, I had to throw a jacket over my lap on that particular scene. Whoa! <laughs> uh, I've pretty much seen every single film she's in, but some are of my favorites, in addition to Titanic and Sense and Sensibility, are... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Holiday, Labor Day, Heavenly Creatures, Finding Neverland, Romance and Cigarettes, and Blackbird. These last two she co-stars with Susan Sarandon. Also loved her in the series Mildred Pierce and Mayor of Easttown. And here is... Kate I want Blanchett. to check out Mayor of Easttown. Oh yeah, Jesus for sure. Christ. Yeah, she was smoking in Titanic. My oh. God. My God. Anyway, thanks for the letter, Jude. Next letter. Jude, Jude, Jude one. Jude one. Also from Jude One. Yes. <laughs> she follows up saying another message from Judith. Yes. Hi again, guys. That last email about the female bangless was from uh, me, by the way. Yes, we know, Judith. <laughs> you trying to trick us? Jesus, Judith. It has your name on the email. Uh, anyway, she goes on to say, I need to rest now due to poor health, so I will save my oh, no. male bangless for no. next week. Judith. Poor health. Rest up. Take care of yourself. Take care yeah, of yourself. what's going on? Treat yourself. Treat yourself, girl. Uh, hope you like my female list and the photo sent. Love, Jude. Uh, we do, and we did. Troy sounded like he really <laughs> liked it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jude. Like, it's starting to smell different in here. How yeah. much you liked it. Yeah. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> oh, shit, I smell it, too. I read so hard the room started to stink. Oh, God. Um, Next letter. Sick. Entitled, Dead Dinos. Oh, God. Ah. Hey, welcome back, idiots. Just kidding, Troy, you're cool. So you know who this is from already. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Don't have much to say besides, unfortunately, because it's Cole's pick. I like this movie! Wait, this isn't my pick. No, this is is the Tournament of Random Movies winner. Yeah. But maybe it was, ended up, one of your... Oh, it was my... Okay, I see. I I think you championed it. Whatever, fuck off. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, fuck off. Uh, can't wait to hear Joel's unpopular opinion of it. Also, I definitely lived up to Cole's name last Damn week. It. Yikes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> For somebody who fucking talked a lot of shit about me, you sure did fucking surpass me. <laughs> <laughs> On the annoying level. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> The, the amount of comparisons saying that she is the amalgamation of me and Cole on the show... Was yep. gross. It was staggering. <laughs> it, was, it was staggering how accurate that was. That she was able to embody both me and Cole, and then took it to the nth degree. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> anyway, have a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, have a bad show. Love, Shaw. Hugs and kisses. God Thanks, damn it. Uh, last letter. Did I make it? No. Uh, I'm hoping I made it, but even if I didn't, this email still has more importance than anything DeCovid has sent in. That's true. And he also did make it. He didn't even send anything in. Fuck you, (laughs) DeCovid. Too busy marking out over fucking people you see in Texas. Yeah, you (laughs) shithead. I don't even. I don't even get it. But oh, look at this guy that I met. Oh, fuck you, DeCovid. He's probably still backstage at GCW. (laughs) They're still making him tear down. Oh my god, Kid Bandit told me to told me to tear down the set, so I'm doing Kid that right Bandit! now. <laughs> Kid Bandit! By the way, Kid Bandit, oh fucking rocks. Oh my god. The COVID, you don't. Anyways. 
You stink. Uh, have a great show and tell saucy story about Cozy Jack doing dirty deeds in Texas. Sincerely, the reigning, defending, undisputed gutter slutter, JT. Love you, gutter oh, slutter. Love you, JT. God, he's been fucking hitting it hard on the indies. God, holy shit. He's killing it. He's getting, well, SCW's running like fucking daily now. <laughs> you know, they got their big, uh, they got their big epic show coming up. With Scotty Too Hottie. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. And my man Dan Corbin's on there, too. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> Guys, I swear to God, when we were driving down in Texas, I swear to God, I saw Cozy Jack. What? Oh, for real? Yep. What do you I do? swear to God. I don't know. I might have been asleep at this point. You were sleeping, and I was looking out. And sure enough, there's this old fucking Oldsmobile uh-huh. that drove right next to me, uh-huh. and the trunk was not latched. It was just wide open. It, never it was no, it was like bouncing, right? Oh sure, because oh, yeah. some yeah, of those yeah. Texas roads were a little beat up, <clears throat> right? Sure, it was sure, bouncing, sure, yeah. and I swear to God, I looked over and I saw a trunk full of blue chew. Oh wow. shit! Yep. Wow. So Boy. I kind of half expected to be like pushed out of this chair tonight. But then I was like, well, shit, he's probably running the fucking market down in Texas right probably. now. Probably. Trying to get that sloppy seconds I mean, there's WrestleMania. Probably, there's, he is. Yeah, people are still leaving there from WrestleMania, so I'm sure That's he's... right. Well, DeCovid is still hanging out at the GCW locker room. I'm sure, so. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. He's going to need all the blue chew he can get. That's probably yeah. why he's still down there. He's still, he's still got a blue chew hangover. <laughs> Did you see a silhouette of a black resistol hat in there? Well, yeah, I did, and that's oh, I was yeah, I looked. That's a telltale sign. I peeked yeah. as much as yeah. I could in the yeah. car. It was dark while you were driving. Well, yeah, well, of course. while riding. Of course, yeah. that was while I was riding. Yeah. I wasn't peeking and driving. That's yeah. that's dangerous. Yeah. I was drinking and riding, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, I saw that black resistol hat. Mm. Well, we, we we came very close to going to the review review pod uh, Hall of Fame. To see him do his uh, speech, because he just got inducted into, the, into our Hall of Fame in Texas. Oh, great. This past week. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it was a very long speech where he talked about uh, per- uh, perception is reality. He went on for a long time. He was trying to make it look like a TED Talk. Ah, it, was a, it was a super long speech. Yeah. So we couldn't really sit all, through all of it, but uh, we said our hellos and we left. Nah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Almost as long as the Undertaker Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. It was very similar, actually. I think he might have stole, stole his speech <laughs> before he went up there. Even down to where he found a wireless headset. To so not he could use, use his arms and so hands. He could use his arms and hands during his speech. <laughs> like the Undertaker did. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, those two are so close. Yeah, you know. Well, they are. Weirdly enough, he thanked Mick Foley in his speech for some reason. Oh, so he didn't get canceled so on he Twitter. Didn't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't thank Mick Foley, you're done. <laughs> Noel's gonna have heat. <laughs> uh great! Wow, what a great. Series yeah. of letters. We Guys, you know when it's mania season, there's going to be wrestling talk <laughs> on here, okay? <laughs> I, say. I didn't even know. I didn't even know our podcast had a Hall of Fame going on down there. But you I don't need did. Yeah. It was you know weird. when we drove into Dallas, I saw the billboard. Yeah, that said a billboard. <laughs> yeah, it was a giant oh, yeah. billboard. Yeah, right next. It said WrestleMania, and then it said Review Review Podcast Hall of Fame right next yeah. to it. Wow. Oh, I didn't tell you. I used our Patreon money, and I paid for that. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, sorry. Well, Losing my house. We actually owe money now. We, we owe Patreon. We owe money to Patreon. Yeah. Did you take a loan out through Patreon? Yeah, your brother gave me a loan. Actually, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, your brother gave me a loan. I'm fucked now. We now have to. We're now 
slave to Patreon for the next three years. <laughs> no, it'd be way more than that. God damn it. <laughs> we might as well have taken on a mortgage. That, expla- was... that explains the ominous call I got from someone called Mr. Patreon saying, you better make content, bitch. Oh, you got that too? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, lordy. Well, we're fucked. Oh, uh, well, what happened in the Tournament of Random Movies this uh, last week, Well, JT? uh... Thanks for holding on the fort, by the way. Oh, last, thank you. Last week, thank you, uh, thank you. I did send you. I made sure I sent it to you immediately after our last show to be like, <laughs> so here's here's the next fucking match <laughs> because the last time I tried to do that, I was gonna oh, I'll, I'll just do it this day. Didn't do it. Nah, didn't. So I was but too busy on my honeymoon that time. But. I did. Uh, you sent it early enough that I was scared that. You sent it in our group chat that there wasn't a whole lot of chatter in it, so I'd lose it in the chat somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, you got, you, uh, said it was Gladiator versus Idiocracy Mm -hmm. for, uh, for our our next match and winning with 64% of the vote. Guys, people want to talk about that, uh, that bleak future with Idiocracy. Oh! Gladiator getting... Yes! All right. Oscar winner getting fucking Get out of here. Hell yeah. the fuck out. Hell yeah. I voted for Idiocracy. I want So, Idiocracy joining the likes of The Graduate, Sling Blade, and Ed Wood. (laughs) God, weird. (laughs) Weird. It's always weird. What are you talking about? It's always weird. Ed Wood. It's always weird. But that means, guys, we got one more... First round match. We have four more first round matches coming up, guys. And this next one features some uh, pretty strong women in it. Since we're, we're coming off of Sea Danger Month, mm. we're keeping the women in. Okay. We got, got a movie from 2003. That's a revenge story. Mm. And a movie from 2004, mm. which is about a uh, click of women. In high school. Okay. In high school. Mean Girls? Mean Girls is the 2004 oh, one, yes. Nice. What was the year for the other one? 2003. Ooh, back to back. And that was a what? Uh, a story about revenge. Story about Anything else on that one? Revenge. Uh, it is the first of two movies. Hmm. First of two. Kill Bill. Kill Bill Volume ah, 1. Nice, nice. So, Kill Bill Volume 1 versus Mean Girls. Mm. Fun little shit here. <laughs> A fun little shit here. Kill Bill, I think, has my vote. I like Mean Girls. Oh. It's yeah. got Peak Lohan in it for me. Peak Lohan. Yeah. Yeah. Never gets any better. Hottest she's ever been. Peak hottest, Lohan. Hottest she's yeah. ever been. Ever been. Hottest she's ever been. Hottest she's ever been. Hottest she's ever been. <laughs> I don't know why I went mad at him. How's that go again? I don't know why I went mad at him. How's that go one more time? The hardest she's ever been. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like the executioner from Robin Hood. (laughs) God damn it. That was phenomenal. Well, yeah, I think we're going to go kill Bill on that one. So, uh, yeah, you go kill Bill versus Mean Girls. What are you thinking there, Cole? Ugh, fuck. I, I'm going to go Kill Bill. All right. I'm going to go Kill Bill. There you go. I've us, seen both. Us men, we love our violence. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I like Kill Bill. How about you, Troy? Right. I already said Kill Bill. You already said Oh, you said Kill Bill already. <laughs> How about you, Cole? What are I you got, thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking Mean Girls. <laughs> I got stuck on the... 
What the fuck was you <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. How has she ever been? How has she ever been? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. Uh, well, does that... Uh, there you go. Yeah, that, that I think that puts us right at the top of the hour. Of About the hour. 11 minutes fast. I'm fine with not that. Bad. Not bad. I'm fine with that. With that extended WrestleMania that talk, WrestleMania, not bad. WrestleMania talk really put us over the top there. Sure. I'm okay with this, guys. Guys? Yes? Land Before Time. Oh, that movie. We're talking about the it. Land. won the tournament of random movies. Okay. Yes. Not last week, but last tournament. Right last there. tournament. You don't say. I did say it. You don't say. And I'm some new and some facts about it right here and some T-facts. November 18th, 1988 is when this debuted. Ooh. Had a budget of $12.3 million. Domestically brought in $48 million and worldwide $84.5 million. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 70%. IMDb 7.4 out of 10. Metacritic 66. Letterbox 3.6 out of 5 stars. And Nick Sheedy who gives it an 8 out of 10. Nick Sheedy. Wow. Nick Sheedy. Nick Sheedy. 8 out of 10. This was the highest grossing animated feature of all time wow. until The Little Mermaid came out in 1989 to dethrone oh. it. Wow, 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 wow. Yes. Um, I well, have it's definitely list. high up there on Cole's list because it's only 70 minutes long. <laughs> Dude, first Actually, thing I noticed. <laughs> it's 69 minutes long. Wow! Oh, oh, 69, dudes! High fives, yeah! 69, dudes! Um... We're fucking losers. <laughs> We're high fiving over the fact that a kid's movie is 69 minutes. Um, These are rotten hell. <laughs> let's uh. see. Let's see. Let's see if I got any more facts. I do have more facts about it, but I don't know if I need to say them right up top here. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this being the tournament winner, who yes. wants to give a synopsis? Well, since it was Cole's pick. <laughs> As the winner, fuck me, Cole. What All happened? Right. You can't distill a children's movie in that's only sixty nine minutes long to maybe one yeah. or two minutes. Uh, okay, so we are back in the land before time. Great, back in. <laughs> Good, you're setting the scene. Well, when did we? When did we arrive? And when did we leave <laughs> okay. the first time? Okay, we're in the time of the dinosaurs. Okay. Of a time before time? <laughs> the time. <laughs> the time before time. Um, and there is uh, the last of a herd that is born. Uh, Littlefoot, we come to find out. And uh, Littlefoot is told of this great place where there is uh, still uh, leafy greens, things to eat. The Great Valley. The Great Valley. And... Um, it's his journey to find the Great Valley, mm-hmm. but he runs into some things that happen on his journey to the Great Valley. Runs into some foes, runs into some hardships with his family, his herd, the last of his kind. What will happen with Littlefoot? Ooh. Don't want to bring up the fucking friends that he makes? You fucking... Does he make any friends along the Does way? He makes friends? He makes friends. <laughs> Fuck you, fuckers! That was my best fucking synopsis yet. That was okay. But okay, it was okay. But for me, it was one of my best ones yet. <laughs> for you, it felt great. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> for I'm... me, it was fucking great. <laughs> I'm glad it felt good for you. Oh, fuck you, mess of pussy bullshit. 
What? What? Oh, what me? Fuck you. What? I, I don't know. What, what the hell are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, dirt that came in? Oh, what were you, taking a shit? <laughs> no, I was sitting here. I was pretty I was pretty taken back by him talking, too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty taken back. Anyways, yeah. Littlefoot. I mean, I know he, mean, he meant Mississippi, but I mean... Littlefoot land before time. Let's fucking roll. <laughs> Let's fucking roll, guys. So this is a Don Bluth animated oh, yeah. picture. Don Bluth animated picture was the biggest uh, competition for Disney pictures at the yeah. time. Yep. Oh. Um, and they've made there's such, always money in animation. There's <laughs> always money in animation. They he've made uh, quite a few hits. Not all of them were critical and financial successes, yeah. but they are popular nonetheless. The Secret of Nim was yeah. his first animated feature. I always keep hearing that's really good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then after that, he teamed with Steven Spielberg to make An American Tale. Yep. And then after that, they made Land Before Time, which we're reviewing tonight. And yep. he made that with Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and also Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, I saw her. All of them yeah. being executive producers. Oh, this is the only animated feature that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg have ever made together. Wow. Or have done besides Indiana Jones together. Wow. Um, but anyway, Don Blue Studios also did All Dogs Go to Heaven. We covered oh. it on the show. Uh, you guys did All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh, yeah. Uh, they did Rockadoodle, which was okay. I remember it as a kid. I remember, I remember Rockadoodle was advertised before my... On, on the tape of All Dogs Go to Heaven, they advertise Rockadoodle as one of the previews. There you go. Thumbelina, A Troll in Central Park. Uh, they also, at the time, this uh, the next one came out, Anastasia. He teamed up with Fox Pictures to re-energize oh their animation. Molly fucking loves Anastasia. I've never seen Anastasia. I have seen bits and pieces, and it did not hold my attention. Yeah, um, it's, it's pretty good. It but... wasn't a big success for Fox, but it, it, yeah, it. Well, you know what? No, I shouldn't say that. It revitalized Fox's animation department or animation wing per yeah. se. It was popular enough to get it started. Yeah. But then he also made a Titan AE, which I remember. Yeah, th- which was. Something I remember, I've yeah. never seen it, but it's the last traditionally animated picture yeah. that Fox Pictures put out before the Simpsons movie. And that oh, was a wow. long stretch of long, time. Yeah. It shit. was like the 90s up until the Simpsons movie came out. Fox yeah. didn't put out any traditionally animated <laughs> pictures. Wow. Um, and they also, back in 1983... did Titan AE like, fucking take a shit? Took a big shit. A big <laughs> shit. It, it cost like $73 million to make and yeah. made like 20 Yeah. Well, I guess people don't really want to watch a story about the earth blowing up. Yeah. Well, now fucking everybody wants to watch That's the true. world blow up. That's but true. anyway, before even this came out, he uh, produced a video game called Dragon's Lair in 1983. Oh, that's They a big, came out yeah. on Laserdisc, which was super popular oh, yeah. at the time. Oh, yeah. Um. If we can go on more... I'm an animation nerd, so I have a lot of facts about Don Bluth animation. No So way. if I could go Do on... It. Shut up. Um, <laughs> this is one... The Land Before Time is actually one of three Bluth films that is actually not a musical. The other one being Sing- Secret of Nim and Titan AE. 
Every other Bluth film is a musical, including yeah. the 13 sequels to Land Before Time are all direct-to-video and also musicals. Really? Yes. Wow. Musical is a hard, like a tall order to say. They have musical numbers I in there. I vaguely remember renting some of the Land Before Time sequels as a kid, but honestly, like none of them, none of them hit me like the original Land Before Time. Oh, right. Because after this one, also, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas do not produce any of the other yeah. ones either. I yeah. figured, yeah. Um, let's see what I got here. So there's 29 dinosaur species in this movie. Okay. And by the time this one would take place, five of them would have already been extinct for millions of years. <laughs> in fact, the uh, Littlefoot, who is an Apatosaurus, and Sarah, who is a Sarah, who is a Triceratops, would have never coexisted with each other. Yeah. In in <laughs> in dinosaur times, I guess the Triceratops, which is in the round of the Cretaceous period, is actually closer to modern times than it would be oh, from wow. the Jurassic period in which the Apatosaurus took place. Wow. Which blows my fucking mind how long of a period that is. Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. It's hard to grasp. <laughs> um, so this is the first also Bluth movie that also did not feature Dom DeLuise as a character or voice Son actor in bitch. this. Because I remember him in uh, An American Tale. Oh, yeah. Uh, he played, uh... Oh, fuck, what did he play? Whiskers? No. I can't remember what all they remember, call All him. I remember is Wiley Burp from, uh... Oh, yeah. Five Goes West. I just watched Five Goes West. Yeah. Um, Sheriff Wiley Burp. Wiley Burp. <laughs> I literally watched that not that long ago with my kids, and they could not fucking stand it, and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> we did that for the show, too, I think. <laughs> Uh, this movie also features a James Horner score. Watching this movie, dude, this score when the score kicked oh, in, it had a flood of dude. memories. Yeah, this fucking musical score is. We are not worth this dude, it show. Gave me is not worthy. It gave of this me music. goosebumps when I listened to the score to this. Shit. Same. Oh, it's so, so good. If you don't know what James Horner done, he's like has a slew of work, but he's done uh, scoring for Star Trek. Movies two and three, Cocoon, which we should do for the show. Oh fuck! Commando, yes. Aliens, An American Tale, and American Tale Five Goes West. Yeah. Field of Dreams, The Rocketeer, Hocus Pocus, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. Oh, throwing that uh, one out uh, there uh, for dinosaurs. I was actually kind of looking at that one. <laughs> uh, also did it for Braveheart, Casper, Apollo thirteen. Uh. Jumanji, Titanic, Avatar, and The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. So he's done a lot of... Yeah. And that's just a just a smattering of them. He's been working from... Oh, he's dead now, but he died in 2015. <laughs> but he went all the way back from, like, the 70s up until... Yeah. In the 2010s. Yeah. Doing stuff. But man, I, oh, I totally forgot how good the music is to this movie. We do, it, like, this the, movie does not deserve. The minute it... Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, the minute it kicks in, I'm like, holy fuck, I just... Yeah, like 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 you said, I just felt like a, like a rush of memories watching it when I was like a kid. Yeah, like it 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 like almost like imprints on you. Uh, so Chelsea and I watched this together with the kids. Yeah, and we both haven't seen this in probably twenty eight years. Oh yeah, or something to that effect. <laughs> and 
It started going and we started quoting the movie. Like it yeah. was it was stupid. Yeah. Like how it just flooded back to our brain. Yeah. Cuz like I never actually owned this movie. I only watched it at my grandma's house. I don't house. know We're Back at all. Yeah, I, oh, We're Back. I like We're Back, actually. Okay. <laughs> That's I, another movie I also watched at my grandma's house. I, I owned... I remember this is one of the few movies I owned, and I, I wore the fuck out of this tape. Oh, yeah. I also owned this on VHS back in the Taking day. Taking it out of its white clamshell case. Oh, yeah. Yep, the clamshell case. Yep. <laughs> of course. Oh, but yeah. It, it fucking... I, it's so weird that, like, I didn't even see any real animation yet, and it's the, the little subtle score kicked in. I'm just yep. like, it was like going back in a time machine. It yeah. like hit me so hard. You're like, you're like dropping your coffee cup from fucking. <laughs> <gasps> it's so real. So because this movie was so short, or I should say, this movie is so short because it was originally a full length motion picture. At 80 minutes, but yeah. 11 minutes was cut out of it due yeah. to George Lucas and Steven Spielberg saying, like, we need to take some of the scarier moments out of this. Because what was pretty much cut out was more of the pursuing by the Tyrannosaurus, right? the sharp tooth. Yeah, the sharp tooth. That's what was cut out? There was, like, uh, 11 minutes of footage cut out of okay. just that. Wow. Or it was changed a little bit. Like, the fight at the beginning with... Uh, Littlefoot's mom and the sharp tooth yeah. changed from being a full on watching it to just seeing it in shadow. Yeah. And then more pursuing of the, the kid dinosaurs from the sharp tooth yeah. that was cut out because yeah. they didn't want at the end of the movie, kids crying in the lobby <laughs> and parents being pissed that they took them to a too scary movie. So it had to take because originally it was rated PG Yeah, and taking those minutes out of it, took it down to a G rating yeah. And uh, Bluth was not really happy with that decision, but it at the time was the most successful animated feature yeah, of all go. time. So there like it's hard to argue with it. And apparently this uh, uh he owns a cut of it cuz I think he's still alive and he's like freaking 1000 years old. Yeah. But like I'd uh, love to see that cut. Uh, yeah, apparently sh- there like it, it's never been shown cuz that that fight between the sharp tooth and fucking Littlefoot's mom, it's way more graphic than I thought it was. Like, he takes a chunk out of her back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, if you watch in the shadow, you can see her biter and sinew come up. Yeah. And it's like, oh my lord. Yeah. And they do, they do show the chunk out of her, like, they, she's not bleeding or anything, but they definitely show the chunk out of her back when she's dying, where I'm like, yeah. good God. <laughs> so, that happened way quicker in the movie than I remembered. Yeah, in my head going into this, that was like the end of the movie. Oh, I know, I know that she, di- <laughs> oh, I know that God. she dies like super early in because it has to get down to like the kids and stuff. I, I, I was crying that early, man. But I'm not gonna lie. it was pretty emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's even like, oh my God, yeah. When she tries to get up and she can't, I'm, that was where that's what got me. Yeah, when she tries to get up and she can't, I'm like, oh fuck. My kids were glued. To the television, dude. So were mine. Yeah, Piper and Levi were watching it. Yeah, when the Tyrannosaurus started attacking, they're like, "What's what's happening?" And they're like, "Just watch. Hold on, just watch." The the Littlefoot's mom's trying to like protect him or whatever, and they watched it intently. Didn't say a word. They were glued to the screen up until after she died. Yes, and then they went off and were like, 
did she die? Like, we had to have, like, a weird talk during <laughs> yeah. fucking Land Before Time. We're like, well, yeah, she died. Sometimes that happens when you get really hurt or whatever. And then they went off and did other things. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Well, I'm going to go play. Piper and Levi watched it the whole time, the whole movie. Piper found it funny. She's right. in that weird age where, like... <laughs> I don't know. She found some weird things funny, and I was like, are you okay? Are you? <laughs> Levi kept asking questions about, like, kind of like your kids, mm-hmm. like, is that really, what's going on, Dad? And yeah. There wasn't a lot of hey dads on this one. <laughs> no, this was more interested than it was hey dads. For I forgot, like, a, quite a bit of this movie up until, like, parts would happen. I'm like, oh, I know the lines to this. But, like, I forgot, like, how much peril they're in the whole time yeah yeah and i'm like i think that's what makes like a good kids movie to make them invested like it's actually kind of scary for them and like because i remember as a kid like watching like et and stuff there's a bunch of bizarre shit in that and like the kids are always in danger like i loved it yeah but now, like anything, my kids watch are just like it's fucking mind-numbingly horrible. <laughs> Welcome to that age. <laughs> but they, I was actually like happy that they could sit down and watch something, and it's only like sixty-nine minutes long, so it's yeah. like a breeze too. Yeah. But unfortunately, I had to rent this. Like, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I saw it was on. I looked to see where you can watch it. Said Hulu. And then I go to Hulu with Star stars. Like, yeah. I know. You. Yep. God damn it. I had to, too. But anyway, $4 well spent. Like, I, it was oh, a yeah. flood of nostalgia coming there to my cerebrum. Yeah. Um, also, uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, um, I don't know where they got the idea of doing it with dinosaurs. They must have, like, just had a bug up their ass or something. But they wanted to make a movie... That was like Bambi, but with dinosaurs. Yeah, they pretty much That's nailed pretty, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty much is what it was. Um, but they also on first kind of talking about it, they wanted to make it have no dialogue either. They oh. wanted to make it like that Fantasia short, uh, Rite of Spring. Okay, you remember that in Fantasia, the dinosaur one. Okay, yeah. Um, that actually at points in this when the earthquake was happening. I was getting parts of that short mixed with this movie. Yeah. I was mixing them up because they're very similar. Yeah, like well, like how the rocks shoot up and yes. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Um, but uh, otherwise, like, I don't see how this could work with no dialogue in it. Yeah, it That'd would be hard. As a short, yeah. But, yeah, there's there's plenty of times where it's like, we got you got to do something. <laughs> For a 69-minute movie. Yeah. Well, if you were even trying to make it like a full-length pi- picture and like yeah. no dialogue yeah. in it whatsoever, I think you'd lose kids in it. Like, you're essentially making yeah, it for yeah. kids. Like, you definitely make, lose the kids in it. Yeah. But it's funny, though. It's like the, the scenes in this where there's no dialogue, I think, are my favorites, though. Yeah. But, uh, yes. But you do need, yeah, you do need dialogue to kind of to piece everything together. Yeah. Even the little bits in the parts where there isn't much help. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think the animation mm. in this is really strong. Because, yeah. like, they they have dinosaurs act like um, like pets you would have at home. Like, at points, like, Littlefoot curls up like a cat. And even, like, yeah. the Tyrannosaurus, like, um, 
sniffs around like a dog and stuff. So it makes it like yeah. somewhat relatable for like maybe if it did. I'm just saying if it yeah. didn't have dialogue, you could yeah. get what's coming through. Yeah, but still. But yeah, yeah without that, it, it wouldn't be great. I, I gotta tell you this. I'm gonna out Molly a little bit. So when she was oh! super, when she was when she was a young super young kid and she watched it for the first time. This movie made leaves look so good that she actually ate a leaf as a kid to try it. <laughs> Tree stars? Yep. She just mowed down. It wasn't as good as the hell it looked in the movie. But no, uh, even then. Also, it was like... poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but like even like the shit like that, like I love like their the way they would do that too, where it's like all of like the water would pool in the middle of it when it would like fall down and stuff. Yeah, like that. That was those were always really cool scenes. God, like so. I think the animation in this is still holds up today for hand drawn. Oh, if yeah. not better. Yeah, stuff oh, that comes out. Today. That I thought it was great too. The fact that it's hand drawn too. I like. I don't know how long it took them, but like, I even like made it made it a thing to like make sure that I was like, how many animators are on this? And it's like 160. I checked it out. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> A hundred and sixty. There was like oh, eighteen yeah. main ones, but yeah, there was a lot of background ones and, and stuff. Yeah, everybody all together to make yeah. it happen is like a hundred and sixty yeah. people on wow. the animation team. But yeah. holy shit, yeah, it's. But uh, like, you know, uh, but like watching a movie like this, like it, it's fun to like see, like kind of the shortcuts they take to like make sure they can make the movie and stuff like that because it almost kind of makes it more look more like a work of art than like what we see today, where everything's so pristine and perfect, like. There's, like, one scene where they kind of go over a landscape, and then at a certain point, it just kind of, like, they make, like, stick trees and stuff like that, where I was, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that just made it feel more like, more like a painting, like you're watch, like, like you're watching kind of a moving painting. I, I don't know, I, th- I, I like stuff like that. Yeah, well, I so I was looking into the animation and stuff like that, and the people who did, like, the background cells on, like, actual panes of glass or whatever... They were having a hard time because the art direction was to make, because they're, they're, all of it is desolate landscape until until the Green Valley. Until they get to the Green Valley, and they're like, "Well, yeah. how do we make this interesting? We can't actually show any foliage or anything." But they made it. They had like a certain came with a certain color palette and like serene desert landscape to make it look interesting. And yeah. even when they get to like mountainous parts of it, it's like interesting looking yeah it's like kind of jagged and pointy and it's got a bit of like a curvature to it and all that stuff it i think it looks great um but yeah they all the matte painters on that they just paint them on cells and then they put like the animations over top of them so they can it's i think it's amazing how fucking traditional animation works insane especially when you go back further in time so much work went into this shit when like people actually painted on panes of glass and they layered them and moved them in different speeds so like when characters will move that they hand draw frame for frame and they place it on top of the panes of glass and they're all moving at different speeds so it looks like the perspective changes when all they did was layer seven panes of glass God. behind each other and filmed it top down. It's so crazy. Like, wh- Dude, you're... I, so I, w- I... I wish you could see my face right now because I'm fucking just baffled <laughs> listening to this I, shit. I, Will you teach a class on this? I initially went to college for animation. So, like, I have, like, a a very deep appreciation for it. Yeah. Didn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I wanted to get out of school way quicker than being in that shithole. But anyway, I uh, I I 
I love traditional drawn animation. I oh, love it when yeah. it's even sketchy and you yeah. can see the line working. I almost like it more when it's sketchy because then it's like it, you almost you can almost see the work going into the into it. Yeah, and and that's not this movie at all. I'm saying no. like, uh, uh, like uh, when we did Akira. Yeah, I loved the animation in Akira, and yeah. sometimes like when they take liberties with it and make it like the a really kind of sketchy scene i think it it looks great yeah or even like um people dog on the animation of that uh 60s robin hood disney movie with where he's the fox oh yeah because it looks like dirty yeah and like a dirty animation and i know they reuse shots from a previous oh yeah um disney movies they just i've actually trace seen over I, them yeah, i've seen like i've seen like back to backs like i think like the Jungle Book, the Jungle and, Book, and this yeah, do like, the same do, dance like, numbers. The exact same dance numbers. Yeah, <laughs> but I actually kind of enjoy seeing like the lead of the pencil around the character. Sometimes yeah. I think it looks cool. Yeah. to me. No, I, I'm 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 there with you. Like I I love seeing it, especially when it comes like a hand drawn animation. Like you can, it almost feel you can feel more of the work that went into it as opposed to like watching like seeing a Pixar movie where it's like. A lot of movie, a lot of work goes into that. Yeah, but it's like there's so much at work and be like, okay, automate it so that to go from this move to this movement. Whereas like previous animation, when they had to hand draw it, it's like I have to draw up to this animation. Right. Like I'm drawing shit. fucking yeah. every second of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and dogging on 3D animation now, like Pixar stuff, like I'm not because. No. Look at Pixar. They are the pinnacle to me yeah. of like three D animation. Yeah. Like it looks yeah. real. Yeah. Like, if they want to make it look real, they can make it look mm-hmm. real or whatever. But I think there's just like a charm to traditional two D animation. Oh, it totally is. That yeah. I I miss yeah. now. Like, like even like if you watch The Simpsons or yeah. like Rick and Morty or whatever, yeah. it's two D, but it's computerized two D. Like it's. Do you yeah. think it's nostalgia or do you think it's a love for it? I think it's just because, like, I grew up being, like, a, like I loving art. And, like, yeah. right. I can see the pencil strokes in it, and I could do that at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I can feel then, myself. And, and even then, like, you, you, like, watching, like, even this, like, you pause it and it's be like, that one cell took, like, hours. <laughs> yeah. And By it's like, imagine, people. Yeah, and yeah, imagine yeah. making a movie. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop on this one cell of this 69-minute movie. Yeah. That took hours. Yeah. Now imagine making a movie of that. <laughs> yeah. Just for instance, like there's a lot of points in this where they're walking in like mud and mm-hmm. they never take a shortcut where they never show like the footprints or the trail of their footprints. If they skid in the mud, Yeah. you see like all of that happening and it's just the mud. It's not even the dinosaur Yeah. and they'll carry like when they fell into the tar pits or whatever near the end. Oh yeah. They're like still, like, they'll take steps and Tar is, like, stretching off their foot. Oh, yeah. Until, like, that jumps to the next scene where they're not there anymore. I'm just yeah. like, that level of detail, I think, is awesome. Yeah. And really, you only see it in... If you go back even to, like, the Disney Renaissance stuff, yeah, great. Like, Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid, they're animated excellently. Yeah. But, like, I never at one point looked in the background of Land Before Time and saw them cut corners. Whereas, like, if you look at, though, like, for instance, in Beauty and the Beast, in the middle of the town square while Belle is, like, doing her whole, like, 
intro song. Yeah. If you look in the background, the characters aren't, they're moving, but it looks like someone just took a flat picture and just shook it back and forth. They're not actually animated. It's <laughs> That's just cool. like a yeah. South Park animation because the yeah. focus is on Belle in the foreground. Yeah. And in the background, they literally just took them and moved them back and forth. Like yeah. they were on popsicle sticks or some God. shit. God. And it's, once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> and it's go, like, I want to go home and watch you in the <laughs> And, it, like, a lot of Disney movies take those, like, shortcuts. Granted, yeah. it takes a lot of energy and work oh, to make, totally. like, an animated feature. Totally. So I can t- see, yeah. like, yeah, of course you're going to cut corners when you yeah. can. But, like, I never saw that in this. Yeah, That's cool. Anyway, I feel like I've been talking a very long time. No, you're, <laughs> you're re- this is, like, your alley, man. <laughs> yeah, animation's more your wheelhouse. I, I'm, I'm more invested, like, more in the story and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, uh... I was taken back by, like, because this movie is so short, it feels like the setup and the ending almost take up the entire movie. Like, I, I went into it being, like, I was expecting, like, a big, giant, like, journey. Yeah. And the journey is, like, like a montage, and they get and they cut right to the end. It's so like, quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, a lot of it is, like, like, they dwell on Littlefoot's mom dying way longer than I remember. Yeah. But it still happens quick. I mean... A lot of this is a breeze. Yeah. It happens It happens quick, but it's like, every time I feel like they're going to get to a point where it's like, oh shit, here's where Littlefoot finally snaps out of it and he starts to try and look for the Great Valley. Something else happens where he goes back to being depressed and then he goes... Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, it feels like, the, the, that goes on for like, it feels like maybe a half hour even. Wow, until... that's a long time for a 60 minute movie. I know, <laughs> I know, but that's what it kind of felt like. And, and like, until like he really gets like... I, like, I kind of want to figure out when he meets Ducky. Because then when he meets Ducky is when he starts snapping out of it. Mm. But, like, uh, yeah, for a while there, it just kind of feels like he's just kind of depressed. And I was like, wow. I As a kid, I, I it didn't strike me that he was that sad for that long. But it really does kind of... You dwell on his mom's death for a while in this. And I think it's really well done, too. Because yeah. that with... Cause when it happens, I think they take the appropriate amount of time to breathe on it and let it dwell yeah. on it. And the score just makes it that oh much God. better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I was on the verge of getting misty there. And I yeah. know it was all this, a wave of nostalgia yeah. hitting me or whatever. Like, when Littlefoot but, meets that, like, dickhead. What the fuck was that guy's name? The fucking, uh, the, the dickhead dinosaur is like, Well, what's, what's matter? Oh... <laughs> Uh, the older Ruder Ruder yeah, was his Ruder. name. Okay, <laughs> who was played? Who was played by the guy who narrated the movie too? Really? Yeah. Uh, who is actually Commissioner Gordon, nineteen eighty nine Batman? No shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so fucking. He's like, he like he spends his whole time just being like trying to like prop him up, and then he just leaves him. Like you know, he has no mom. Yeah. He's just leaving his little kid. It's like if you like see a baby crying on the street, like, why are you crying? Hey, here's a little bit of milk. All right, I'm just going to leave you here. Bye. <laughs> I, well, I did think it softened the blow a little bit. No, from no, just like I get that. Him yeah. being completely alone. But it was kind of like an old guy being like, well, what's wrong with you? My mom's gone. And he's like, oh, I get it. Well, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hell>. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks to suck, Sucks I guess. Sucks to suck. 
Yeah. We've all been there, kid. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. well, I saw my parents die in front of me. You don't see me fucking crying. <laughs> Got over it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty funny. Just rooting around. <laughs> yeah, I was just... Like, as me and Molly were watching it, as he's walking away, I was like, Jesus, what? kind of a dick <laughs> like yeah i get that he's trying to prop him up and trying to make him feel better about his situation but jesus <laughs> he just leaves just leaves him because <laughs> i for a minute i thought like he was gonna be like well you can come with me kid and like he would follow him yeah nope nope he's just like, not at all <laughs> like well i'm gonna go root around over here for a little bit like, you I'm, stay there like, I, yeah like imagine like if the if little foot starts following i didn't say he could follow me <laughs> yeah. i don't need your depressed said, ass following me around yeah, i just said i just said you'll be all right <laughs> God. You can stay there. Stay there. I'm going my way. Yeah, you're bringing down the room. You're bringing down the room, man. Trying to score some sweet tail tonight. (laughs) Hey, Rooters is a I'm trying to root in some ass tonight. Yeah, I'm trying to root some ass. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) But, uh, no, I remember hearing a thing a while back... That uh, there's a big controversy because I guess, like, people say that, like, uh, especially people that, that watch the movie now say that, like, Sarah is basically, like, the dinosaur equivalent of, like, a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, I got that kind of right on. Yeah, that, that, like, apparently, like, they try to frame Triceratops in this universe as, like, white supremacists where they think they're better than everybody and you can't interact with other species what the fuck i don't think it's i didn't gather that i don't think it's as far as they're a white supremacist but maybe just a tad racist to other types Mm. of dinosaurs Um, yeah because when when littlefoot and sarah first play her dad is like you don't play with long necks you don't play with their kind okay it's like oh shit yeah and she's also very about like always fixing problems by herself and not relying on other species that th- that she thinks are lower than her. Yeah. Well, she's just very proud of herself and headstrong. Oh, yeah. But, like, actually, what was also cut out of some of this movie was... So, at the, kind of at the end where they split up for, like, a hot second. Um, and they... The gang ends up following Sarah to, like, the volcano. And Littlefoot splits off kind of by himself he was initially littlefoot was going to get all the way to great valley oh wow and realize like i need to go back for my friends and then go back okay um but then that was kind of cut out to like make it happen a little bit faster but all that also included make more it faster in this fucking in this already movie? fast fucking well, it, movie? I think it also included on the other side of that, the T-Rex putting the other like children in more peril. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I do kind of like how it ends where it's like when he's on the verge of giving up, he he finds out that he was already there. That kind of oh, that yeah. kind of got me too at the end. When <clears throat> like he's like kind of like begging his mom, like, I can't do it anymore. It's too much. And then like the sun rises and he finds out he's at the Great Valley all along. And mm-hmm. it's like. That was that was that was a pretty cool moment. Oh, I really liked when Cloud Mom showed up. Oh, I did Cloud like, Mom. Oh yeah. Cloud Mom. Yep. Take me away, Cloud Mom. Cloud Mom. Take me away, Cloud Mom. <laughs> There's so many points in this movie where like Yeah, this movie is full of nostalgia for me, guys. Yeah. There's so many points where I was like, Oh, I remember that. Like right? yeah. little parts where like yeah. oh, I remember that. Oh yeah, that's for oh. some reason the scene that stuck with me the most that like 
the minute, like, right when it was about to happen, I was like, I was waiting for it, was when Spike eats the grass around where he gets, where he has Dude! The same! No, the same for me! I was waiting for it. Like, the where minute, he eats his way out of that yeah, little... When he, well, yeah, when he eats... Eats the grass around where he hatched. I was like, I know exactly what's going to fucking happen. Dude, that moment for me, I was telling the kids, I'm like, hey guys, watch this. Like, <laughs> dude, watch this time around. Spike was my favorite character. Oh. I fucking love Spike, especially because Spike reminds me of my dog now. Like, he just. Apparently, he was based off Don Bluth's dog. Yeah, like, literally, like. How about that? Yeah, my dog will just lay somewhere and doesn't give a fuck where, like, where you uh, are. He lays where he wants to lay, and you have to kind of maneuver around him. That's exactly what Spike is. And I love that. Like how he's like people just like kind of like lay and just like be the be by themselves, and then Spike will just be like, just like right next to him. Dude, I fucking love Spike in this. So good. Um, I I would like to know if. I would like to know if, like, my kids sat through the whole thing, if they would appreciate it like we did. But, like, back when it came out, it's, like, all that was out. Yeah. It's, like, we didn't have any other avenues of things. So, like, we got yeah. on VHS and we're like, yep. okay, I'm just going to watch this a hundred times. Yep. Whereas now, like, they have a ton of different Dude, yeah, and that's, things. Dude, and that's my fucking beef with today. It's like, <laughs> you, when we were growing up, it was a totally different, I'm going to sound fucking old. When we were growing up... We had certain things we could watch. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had 40 channels, if you were lucky and had cable. Yep. If you didn't and you had six channels on yeah. network TV. Yeah, like me. <laughs> or you had whatever you had on VHS at the time. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my go-to tapes were this, Five Goes West, and Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. Those, oh, are my, those are my big three that I always went to. Sure. So we grew up watching the same fucking shit. Yeah. Over and over and over and over and over. Now you can fucking sit for four hours and watch three hundred different YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, that's like you have so much at your disposal. Yeah, it's odd that I still watch only the same six YouTube videos that my kids <laughs> just want to watch over and over again. Uh, I love nostalgia for that in thirty years. Yep. <laughs> just, hey, let's look up that YouTube video that I watched back when I was fucking four. It's crazy though. Yeah, I. Because I I'd want to know somebody going in and never seeing this, how they would, I guess react to yeah. it and like how good it is. Sure. Yeah. Because I honestly, it's hard for me to separate my nostalgia from it. Yeah. Because oh, I think yeah. it's well animated. I think the music in it is good. I yeah. think the story's tight. Like I. I appreciate the story's tight. Yeah. I think it could be a little bit longer because at points like it does seem to like, just jump. A little bit to yeah. be like, it's like well, obviously things were cut from yeah. it. Like the but. thing, yeah, the thing for me watching it this time around, like it just felt like the story was rushed. Like what, like there was some really good setup going into the journey, and then then like the journey was a montage until they got to the end and they killed the sharp the sharp tooth. Yeah. But like, but beyond that, like even then they still throw in scenes that I really liked. Like one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie was the scene when they're like all trying to sleep. Mm. Like, I really like that one where, like, it starts with them all piled on top of Sarah, and then Littlefoot goes off by his own because he kind of wants to be by himself, and then they all work their way over to Littlefoot and then kind of comfort him yeah. in that way. Like, I don't know, like, for some reason that, that that just kind of, like, struck me, and I was like... Ball dries out. 
I'd bald, yeah. But no, bald him. <laughs> but no, like, it, it's like small scenes like that where that, that really, like, solidifies, like, their friendship. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, and like I said, it's like, it seems like that, like, there's no dialogue. They're not talking about how good of friends they are. It's right. just that, like, they realize one of them is sad and they go and they comfort him by just laying next to him. Right. And then you have, like, Sarah who's too proud where she's like, she's trying to tough it out and be cold by herself and then she kind of gives in and still lays with them where it's like even she's just like i'm just this is my group and i'm gonna hang with them right uh what i thought was funny on this watch of it is like so you have all of these dinosaurs that are named littlefoot ducky yeah uh petrie 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 spike and sarah yeah it's like And then I realized it's Tri-Sarah. Right, it's C-E-R-A. And I didn't realize it until I looked at the IMDB and I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yep, you are, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's funny because Molly did watch us when she was a little kid, but even when, like, Petrie almost dies at the end, she's like, does Petrie actually die? (laughs) I was like, I don't don't think so. (laughs) He had to comfort her before she realized, like... But, dude, that's what it does, before though. Before she goes <laughs> off the deep end, just like Petrie did. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but, no, they throw in, like, small things here and there with, like, characters. Like, even, like, Petrie not being able to fly. Like, they give him so many opportunities to be able to fly, and he never does it until, like, the very end. <laughs> uh... I don't think I have any more notes, guys. I went through... I didn't have a lot of notes at all for this. It was just so quick. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. It was fun watching it back. Yeah. I was... When this one won the tournament, I was like, man, come on. (laughs) Like, but then going back and watching, I'm like, you know what? I had... This was good. Dude, I'm really glad we went back and watched (laughs) it. I'm glad we watched it because I haven't seen it in close to 40 And I exposed the kids to it. Yeah. Yeah. But even how, but even how it opens too, like the opening credits all takes place underwater. Yeah, is is like a really cool thing too, where it's like you know you're gonna spend the whole movie like falling on land, so that it gives you like something different to watch mm-hmm. as the credits are rolling. Like, I don't know, like they, it's a very short movie, but I think they utilize a lot of the time to give you different elements of like the world that we're exposed to. Yeah, I uh, I was going through. Um letterbox comments of this yeah and somebody brought up as soon as that diana ross song hit at the end i was like in a oh. fucking well of emotion <laughs> but that was the one thing i didn't remember from this movie even yeah, really? it, i'm like this sounds familiar yeah but i don't remember it as much as i remember just the score of the movie yeah i remember the oh, score yeah. more because i think when the, once the diana ross song hit i was already stopping and pressing rewind to watch it over again <laughs> so i didn't even instead of watching even, the local 10 o'clock I news I don't, I don't even remember the diana ross song oh shoot. like the minute she the minute her first note kicks in i'm like stop rewind <laughs> watching it again yep uh any more notes on uh, land before time nothing on my end anybody did i think we might have gone into it and before but did you guys catch any of the sequels to this any of the oh, 13 sequels i'm sure two sing-along videos and the series that i can remember this. owning two and three on video i don't remember them yeah I but i can remember owning them yeah after that no i don't even remember seeing any sequels I, say, I, I think i remember renting them 
from Armored Shim Arenas. Uh-huh. Oh, hell yeah. And But uh, I, I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in them. Yeah. I went to go see, because when I found out that he had to rent this, I tried to see if I could find it for free on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. And all that was on YouTube was the entire series of Lane Before Time. Holy oh, yeah. Shit. So the videos aren't even on YouTube? Yeah, they might be. I All I could find was there, there was actually like a Lane Before Time channel on there, and they oh, had like shit. three seasons of the show wow. on there. Okay. Wow, 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 and I was all like, right. Holy smokes. I'm not going to watch any of that. <laughs> God, <damn. laughs> God. Uh, but okay, well, land before time. Winner in our hearts and winner of the tournament of random yes. movies. Yes, winner well. of the chicken dinner. What uh, are what are you gonna be grading this movie, there, guys? Um, I'll go quick because my review is not crazy. Uh, right. Nostalgia off the charts. Yeah. Um, the story, fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Right. Uh, music. My God, hits me every time. Yeah, going back and rewatching it, I can rewatch this tonight again and be just fine. Yeah. Guys, this gets an A. Oh wow! This gets wow, an A. Wow, 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 wow. This is an all-time classic. Uh, I loved it going back and watching it. Fucking thirty-three years after it was made. <laughs> yeah, my kids loved it. Um, it's an all-timer. It's great. All-timer. It's an all-timer, yeah. and the time is spot on. <laughs> Spot on. So for me, it gets an A. Yeah, Bucky. Um, uh, I mean, I I don't know. For me, I feel like I I could have gone for a little bit more. Of, like it felt like it was a little too short for me. Like, like I said, like it Agreed. felt like 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 I felt like at, at the beginning they do a lot of good setup to start the journey, and then the journey just kind of was like, and then they made it here. Like it didn't. They didn't really do much of a journey, but like I feel like the small moments that they do introduce in here i think are super effective like i said like the scene where they all kind of curl up in the fucking sharp tooth's foot footprint <laughs> i thought was really good and like it uh like like i didn't even say like the the scenes were like they're hatching i thought were really cute like when like when little mm-hmm. foot hatches i thought was like adorable yeah <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like look up like, ah! i was like God damn, it's fucking cute as shit. That's cute as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like baby dinosaur, it's like a baby dinosaur. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think the the only real complaint I have with it was that I think they kind of rush it, where it's like I don't blame them because they're fucking <laughs> they can only do so much animation for the team that they have. So I'll, I'll give it a B plus. I had a lot of fun with it, and uh, I think it's super effective with what they do. I. Am- Gonna split the difference between you guys. I'm giving it an A minus. Okay. Um, I was trying to separate the the movie from my nostalgia the whole time I was watching it, but I I really enjoyed it. Like, there's not a whole lot I would change about it. I yeah. almost wish it was extended a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just how you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would make like a little bit more of the scene transitions go a little bit better. Besides, yeah. kind of like having a harsh cut here there yeah but otherwise like it didn't bother me at all and it was a flood of nostalgia the music in it is killer the animation's killer yeah it's killer it's killer a minus it's like it's like almost the equivalent of like if they did lord of the rings then like okay take the ring to mordor and then the next scene they're at mordor <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> with only one stop for second breakfast yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, besides, I, I don't even know if I want to ask you guys if you've been at anything else this last week. Because probably not. Dude, so busy down in Texas. No way. Uh, well, a couple weeks ago before uh, I even left, I watched the movie Free Guy. Oh, yeah? Oh, how was that? Um, I think if you're a video game fan, you'll like it. Okay. But it's very video game nerd heavy. Okay. okay. There's a lot of, like... Like inside jokes about like uh, open world games and like online gaming and like I don't know even even then like it still it hits all those tropes of like modern movies that just kind of rub me the wrong way or they go super pop culture heavy where I'm like oh okay Ugh, I'm but I mean there's it's okay it's a it's a right it's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds okay I kind of wanted to watch it put it on like this last couple weekends or whatever yeah. but. Just never got to it yet. Yeah, it's it's not terrible, but I don't know. I could have gone without it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and um, me and Molly started watching the show Upload. Oh yeah. Uh, they put out the second like we we just been trying to like find other stuff to watch, and it's a show on Amazon where uh, it takes place like in the somewhat near future, it's like twenty thirty three or something. Where uh, people can upload their consciousness into, like, a cloud and, like, live out the rest of, like, live out eternity there. And, uh, like, this guy's, like, pretty much was, like, her, his girlfriend's, like, super rich and, like, puts him in there to, like, be like, oh, so when I die, we'll be together forever. But it's, like, but you're not here now. And, like, like he, like, died, like, in his, like, late 20s. So it's, like, so I have to wait, like, 80 years for you to die. To, like, so that we can be together forever or whatever. So it's, like, an extended version of that one Black Mirror episode. That San Junipero or whatever. Kind of, kind of sort of. It's it's not so much that. It's more comedy where it's, like... Okay. They kind of, like, uh, play on them, like, the... Like, the humor of, like, what would, like, an afterlife designed by, like, computer designers and, like, people that, like, are, are like... Uh, dependent on, like, advertising would make. Where it's, like, there's so much shit in there where it's, like... Like, uh... There's just, like, bots that walk around this like, hotel he lives in where it's, like, they're just walking advertisements. <laughs> where it's, like, why are you advertising? He's dead. <laughs> like, kind of shit like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, uh, it's done by, um... What's his name? The guy that did The Office. Um... Fuck. But I, it's, I don't remember. He's, he's like the same guy that like The Office and King of the Hill and shit like that. Okay. Like he did this and like he they they, they go back and forth between like this afterlife that, that like that's been designed for him and like the future and like they do like fun things here and there where like they draw on like uh like things that are going on today but like to like a certain extent where it's like you know what I can almost see that being a thing in the future. So I think it's pretty well made for like the, the three episodes we've seen so far. So I'd I'd say check out upload. Greg Daniels is. Greg it? Daniels, yeah, that's okay. I think I've seen a trailer for this because I wanted to look up to see who was in it, and yeah. I I've definitely seen a trailer, and I think I thought it looked actually yeah kind of interesting yeah. Good and deal. outside of that, uh, before I went on my before I went on my vacation, me and Molly watched a whole bunch of fucking documentaries about con men on Netflix. 
Holy fuck! I do not want to. I, I don't want to lend money to anybody <laughs> after watching. Like they did. They have. We watched like the worst roommate on there. Like the last one is a two parter where like a guy legit goes to law school to learn squatters' rights and then just pretty much fucks people over <laughs> by being the roommate. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like he literally like knows the the right paperwork to sign to where like he is like pretty much connected to you to where it's like he's not liable for anything like the person that is the original tenant is is liable so he'll just be like oh, okay i'll sign all these and then like when it's like we have more to sign oh i'll get to it later and then he'll get to the point where like mail starts getting delivered in his name and then that's when he has you where it's like oh i got well like he'll like the minute you get into a first argument with him it's like you can't kick me out of my house and then it'll be like well fuck now you can't get rid of him <laughs> Like, there's, like, one, there's, like, even, like, one thing here where it's, like, he attacks somebody, so they, like, file a restraining order on him, but then, like, when they do that, they found out that, like, he already filed a restraining order on them, so then they get kicked out of the apartment that they initially owned, and he now lives there. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's, like, scary shit like that where I'm, like, thank God I don't have to deal with any roommates anymore. (laughs) Like, we watched that, we watched the Tinder Swindler, which was really fucked up. Like, this guy on tw- on Tinder would fucking, like, like prey on women and, like, get them to, like, lend him money because they would think that he's a millionaire. And, like, just shit like that. How like, does that work? Lend him money because he's a millionaire? Uh, no, you gotta watch it. Because, like, by fucked. the end, I'm like, dude, no, fuck that guy. Like, I, I can just... see I can see how they can get wrapped up in it. But, like, the guy is so, like, they're so smart but they're like so smart in the way where it's like you can literally just just be good yeah, for something. Apply yeah. this somewhere else. Yeah, but literally, <laughs> you're like you're literally just applying it to like, hey, I found out how I can swindle a bunch of money out of people, where I can live like a rock star forever until I get caught, and then I like spend like maybe 15 months in prison, then I get out and do it all over again and not get punished. What's like, this? Ah. What's the show again? Uh, this. The one, this one I'm talking about is a Tinder swindler. It's like a, it's like a documentary. Okay, what's the documentary called? The Tinder swind, the Tinder swindler. Oh, okay. And then, uh, worst, the worst roommate ever is the one about the guy that the squatter. Okay, I thought this was all like one series. Or no, one. no, no, Literally, watch like, them all. <laughs> me, me, and Molly went through like a whole thing where we were just like we were like trying to find like documentary series to watch, and they were all about like fucking. People that were just conning people out of money. Jesus. Doing, using these crazy fucking schemes. And it's like, God damn it. I do not. I, I'm scared of people now. I don't want to talk to anyone that I don't know anymore. God, <laughs> no shit. What the fuck? Like there was like one. I can't remember what it was called. But there's like one we watched where like this guy convinced a group of people that he was a CIA agent. And that he has to go with them. To go with him because, like, they've been targeted because he knows them. And then all the while, like, he's getting them to call their parents for money so he can con them out of money. And they're, like, he's on the road with them for, like, years. Like, ten years. What the fuck? Driving up and down, like, the English co- like, English countryside, like, getting them to call their parents for more money. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. You guys really went deep. Dude, it is scary. That shit's fucking scary. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that that's all I've been watching. Uh, well, I know you watched one other thing. You caught the first episode of Moon Knight, haven't you? 
Oh yeah, well, I watched. I watched the second one tonight too. I haven't. I haven't watched that one yet. I I did catch the first episode of that. Is um, it good? I I do like it. Yeah. So far, it's not. I think my favorite one of the like the net or not the Netflix, but the Disney Plus series is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it's intriguing so okay. far. I think the CG in it is garbage, though. Yeah, like, it. Mo- pe- Molly was saying that too. Like she was like, it just seems so rubbery. Yeah, like even the point where he's driving like the cupcake truck, and it's like they. I know he's not actually driving it on that cliffside, but even when it shows like the outside of the truck, yeah, it just feels so much like on a blue screen. And yeah. then putting, like, it in the back. Yeah. It just felt, like, not polished. And even yeah. when, like, his suit comes over top of him. Because even watching the previews. And I know it's probably all in his head. Because he's, like, a crazy person or whatever. The suit kind of, like, comes out of nowhere and just, like, envelops him. Yeah. You see that at the end of episode one. And I saw it in the trailers. And I'm like, ah, maybe they'll make it look better on the show. That's the same. I think it looks bad. I just don't yeah. think it's... It's not as polished as I think, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or Loki, or WandaVision was. Like, I felt like there was a lot of thought and prep and production going into those. Okay. Whereas, like, I think the farther now they get out, they're like, let's see if we can do this for less money. Granted, they're only doing six episodes of this. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought, like, six episodes, same budget, like... Get like Spread a, it out. Like, yeah. get a decent, good budget on each episode and make yeah. it look great. But otherwise, like, that's my only real gripe of it yeah. so far. I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty wrapped up in the story, especially the second episode. I'm starting to get more into it. Okay. Like, it, it, it feels like... Because you follow a lot of just the one guy, like the... Stephen Grant. Yeah, you, you follow him more so than anyone else. Even including, like, his one personality that keeps, like, trying to, like, get him to, like, do what he wants him to do. Where it's, like, he's being torn between two different things. And they both have pretty valid arguments for doing what they want to do. Like, even, like, I was expecting, like, Ethan Hawke in this to be kind of, like, the like the clear-cut villain douchebag of the entire thing. But, like, even he, like, raises points where it's, like, oh, this personality inside you is not all he's cracked up to be. Where it, it, you can feel him being torn between this person that lives inside of him and this guy that's actually giving pretty valid arguments. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I like the aspect of the first episode where you only see the point of view of, like, the Stephen Grant personality. Yeah. And if it switches over, you don't see that. And he wakes up immediately after it happens. Yeah. And he's like in a completely different location. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck is going-? like the point where he wakes up and his like jaws, like half dislocated. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. like looks up and there's like two guys looking out the window and he like waves at him. Yeah. And then they're like, they pull out guns out of nowhere and point guns at him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And has to run away. I know I've that part like, was great. I've like I learned I heard a review for it where like a lot of people are kind of uh, comparing it to like Memento in that way. Oh yeah. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, clearly that is a good point of reference. Yeah. But yeah, so far I, I'm into. I'm only one episode in, so it's only six episodes. It's not yeah. like a huge endeavor to. I just started it. though, right? Just yeah. started. Well, 
last week was its first episode. So second episode just and came out. Okay. Today it would have dropped. Yeah. yeah. Like the the second episode, they get more into like the story of like what's going on, and it made me more of a fan of it. Okay. okay. So cool good deal. I think I'm gonna catch that tomorrow. Cool, cool, cool. Otherwise, Do I've it. just been reading some. Batman books. Bot? Some um, Batman books. The Batman. Actually had an interview last night with uh, Ghost Hunter Dave and a guy who wrote a companion novel mm. to one of Grant Morrison's Batman runs. Oh. It was very interesting talking to him because he studied it for a while. <laughs> so cool. we were at points where like, so what does this mean? And he'd go on this huge, he's like, let me preface and start here. I promise I'll get to the answer in a minute. <laughs> like, I need to give you this backstory oh, in fuck. order for this to make sense. Shit. But yeah, it, he was real great to talk to. He was, cool. he was like our age. Oh, cool. And so, like, he, he rarely used to talk to you. He actually teaches also. Really? He teaches science fiction wow. to juniors and seniors. And he uses comic books as, like, a curriculum. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. What am I doing with my life? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we're yeah. all losers. It's okay. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's all I've been into all this right. last week. Hell so, yeah. uh, what's what's coming down the pipeline? All right. Next, so I I ha- I have a pick. I've been I've been dwell. You want, you want to go or you want? Well, me I to I kind of want to. If you've been dwelling on, I just picked mine a couple hours ago. Okay. If you've been dwelling, so there's an obvious one that you think I would pick. I didn't want to go that obvious with it. Okay, so we're I'm, back. I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that one. I'm gonna let that one simmer. If any of you guys want to pick that one, go right ahead. I want to go with something that's not been talked about in a lot. Okay. Uh, at first, I was thinking of doing Velocipaster. <laughs> not gonna do that. What? One. I was I was thinking of doing that one, but I watched a uh, trailer for it, and it the fucking actual dinosaur that's in it is very rubber. And it just looks like a guy is like shaking it on the outside, <laughs> like right out of frame of a of a of camera. I gotta look that up. Too. So I think that's not. I think it's it's like one of those movies where it's like it's a B movie that knows it's a B movie, so they try and go like super over the top. Like, aren't we aren't we funny? <laughs> kind of like no, I get it, I get it. Whatever. Oh my, that looks bad. So I'm going with a classic. Okay, I'm going with the classic. McDonald's commercial of a movie, The Flintstones. <laughs> Which one? The, the Flintstones. The live action. The live action movie. Flintstones movie. Okay. Not Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> no, fuck no, fuck Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> the original. We're doing the original Flintstones movie. God damn you. The walking McDonald's commercial. Okay. God damn you. I remember getting. The fucking uh, McDonald's toys where you get, like, the cars that go with the buildings. <laughs> I think I collected, like, all of them. <laughs> God damn, I'm just looking at this bullshit right now. <laughs> but, yeah. not Dude, the cast for the Flintstones is awesome. Are you kidding me? I want to say I've watched this movie within the last ten years. I think I've watched it in the past year, guys. And I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Like I thought Dude. it was gonna be a dump, and I was came out of it like you know what? The, ca- the cast for the Flintstones is perfect. John God. Goodman is Fred. Mm-hmm. Rick Moranis is Barney. Yeah. Fucking Rosie O'Donnell is as fucking uh, Betty. 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 God damn. Yeah. Shit. 
shit. Yeah, the we're doing the Flintstones. We're doing the Flintstones. This, the I would have never come up with the no. Flintstones. <laughs> no, not ever. I was telling you before this, before we started. Or even I said on the show, I can't remember when you said like we're gonna do like a dinosaur theme month. I couldn't think of a single movie that had dinosaurs in it. I went just stupid. And what Jurassic-aged movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't think of a single one. And then I just thought about it for literally like two seconds. And I'll, at least five oh, came yeah. to mind. This one, one did not come to my mind. At though. one point I was thinking of doing that movie Meet the Robinsons based on that trailer where the T-Rex is like, i got a big head and little arms. <laughs> Dude, I thought you were going to say Meet the Robinsons, honestly. (laughs) Alright, good deal. The Flintstones. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That's right, baby. Uh, The guy guy that gets fucked real hard in a fucking hot tub (laughs) plays Fred's boss. God damn it. (laughs) And Showgirls. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. Yep. The guy from fucking Twin Peaks or whatever. Yep. (laughs) It's totally him. Oh, uh, shit. Holly Berry gets fucking sexiest shit in this. Oh, my. Spoilers. Just Dude, don't give it all away. The cast, is in, the cast is insane for this. This is like one of those movies where it's like, dude, this property is fucked. We need to get some top tier. It's probably cast. one where they're like, guys, we're making a Flintstones movie. And everybody was like, holy fuck, I love the Flintstones. Yeah. Everybody's Everyone, agent called at once. In. Everyone is in. <laughs> uh, Who wants in? Because they're officially in. They all want in. <laughs> they're all in. Uh, well, great. Flintstones next week. JT, if people want to talk Flintstones with you, where can they do that? You can talk about that modern Stonehenge family with me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Hot take. Hey, talk with me about anything bedrock themed. <laughs> At Coach Havens on Twitter, Troy. Uh, you can find oh, yeah, the B-52s are in the movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Rowe. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find all of us at Review Review Pod on Twitter. While there, the new round for Tournament of Random Movies. Round for... is Okay, up. you said that right. That didn't sound right, though. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 1 versus Mean Girls. Check it out. Uh, if you want to write into the show, such as our friends did this evening, you can do that reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Flintstones, can't wait. I've got a pick that I think you guys are going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) I I think I know what Cole's pick's going to be. What? I have no idea. Bullshit. You brought it up a whole bunch. Bullshit. Are you picking We're Back? Bullshit. <laughs> no, he's brought it up before. And even e- either he doesn't realize that he's brought it up or I don't know. Well, I guess we'll f- have to find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh until then, until we find out. I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I have been Coach Havens. Hey, I'm JD3K and we're back. <laughs> and we're off. <all. laughs>